Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Sorry. we just did another. We just reintroduced the podcast after a bloop. And, uh, well, I got the fellas laughing. It's the end of October here. My name is Mitch. You've got Yelma. Hey, everyone. You've got Aldo. Hi. Uh, we're back in the studio today, uh, post-Tulum trip. And we're here today to talk about Mexica and their trip with the fellas down to Tulum for Yay. 10 days. Hey, I wasn't there, but these two guys were there, so I'm just going to sit back, eat pizza, and listen to some stories, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah? So oh, are you going to interview us, though? Like, like, yeah. Like we're guests? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we're, 100%. Well, that's so fun. Well, like, I mean, uh, actually, I'm more just going to, like, listen to you guys talk. Tell me no, 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 no. I want no, you, you to, specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't prepared any questions, so uh, here we go. We also, today, we're going to cut in some uh, some footage or some audio clippage from uh, from the guide, right? Down at Tulum? Yeah, we were... Uh, <clears throat> Actually, it's funny enough, if you go back to our Indiana episode, um, the guys down in Indiana, we, when we were there, we were telling them about this trip that we were taking to Mexico, and uh, we were going to be fishing in and around Tulum, mm-hmm. and Wade, one of our guides down there, is like, I've got just the contact for you. And he put us in contact with a fellow by the name of Rhett Schrober, and uh, and we started emailing back and forth, and Rhett showed us a fucking awesome time on the water down, mm-hmm. down south, which is great. Yeah, Radical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to hear uh, some of that footage too. I haven't listened to it yet, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about this trip because I saw the pictures and they looked amazing. Um, why don't we go back to uh, to the beginning and just and, and just hear a little bit about how we got this trip to Tulum and why we went down to Tulum and and then uh, and then I'll while I write some hard hitting uh, questions and uh, <laughs> eat a slice of pizza. Mm. Aldo, what kind of pizza? Well, we got a little nice vegetarian. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, actually pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, that's pepperoni. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that looks like a Canadian veggie. Yeah, pepperoni, green peppers, and Ooh. mushrooms. And you got a little Forty Creek going on, eh, Yelma? Yeah, man, I got uh, the old Forty Creek um, copper pots. Copper pot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sipping some Forty Creek. It's mm. it's whiskey weather outside. It's raining. It's Big cold. Time. Yeah. It's the fall. I'm, <clears throat> I'm feeling it. Yeah, it's cold. It's steel it season is definitely here. No, it's here. I still haven't gone yet. You met, you you went, eh, Mitch? I did. I went uh, once and uh, last weekend, weekend before, and uh, it was hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was weird. It, it was, was hot yesterday. Yeah, and it was really strange. It's a really weird fall mm-hmm. here in Ontario, but uh, yeah, steelhead season is definitely here. You're with Joe and Bill. Joe and Bill. Yeah, two Bill, former guests. Yeah, Bill got a fish. Nice. A nice little uh, nice, a nice steelhead. Um, yeah, it's beautiful, but. It was toasty. It didn't feel like steelhead weather. It was like I was hot. So we'll have to get, we'll get out many times this season. But, um, for sure. And we're heading, we're heading, uh, actually, just a little update. We're heading to Texas in two days, day yep. after tomorrow. In yeah. fact, when this airs on November 1st, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be fishing. Well, no, we'll be traveling. We'll be traveling, but yeah. we'll be on our way. To we'll be on fishing. our way to Texas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a, yeah, it's a fun fall. Um, but this this trip was really the Tulum trip was really a nice kickoff of the fall, which is kind of a weird thing. Yeah, because yeah. you guys, when did you guys go? It was September? I mean, I fell October. It was it was the first uh, it was the first okay. week of October. The dates were right. <clears throat> we were there from the fourth to the eleventh, a Friday to a Friday. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Actually, this trip came about yeah because I was in Florida fishing. And the keys. Mm-hmm. And my flight got delayed. Mm. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> mm. <Ooh. laughs> that does sound good. Flight delay. <laughs> and I made some shitty jokes to the person behind me in the line. And uh, we ended up chatting, becoming friends, and 
Her name is Mari, and Mari owns uh, an Airbnb in Tulum. And Mari needed some content for her Airbnb, and one thing led to another, and she was like, well, why don't you go down to my place in Tulum and um, stay there and use it as a base camp for when you go fishing in the Cien Can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I came back and talked to these guys, and Yilma was like, yep. Yep, right away. Because Yilma, you love, you love saltwater. I love saltwater. Yeah. I was born in it. I love it. So, yeah, I love the heat. I love the saltwater on my... Little toes, <laughs> little tits. toesies. Um, yeah. But I most just, importantly, I think I just love the color mm-hmm. of everything. Like the yeah. water. The, the water, the fish, mm-hmm. the the wildlife, you know, everything's just so... The flora. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Well, fauna. The, the flora is the, would be the plants. Mm-hmm. The fauna would be the animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the faunas and the floras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you guys fishing for? Okay, so we... <clears throat> So that was like the the reason why we went down originally. And then we were like piecing the trip together from there. Mm-hmm. So, right. So it was like all these things kept falling into place. Like, oh, I met this woman, owns this property, invites us down. Beautiful place, by the way. Oh, but course. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. And it was like, we're in Indiana. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Wade's telling us about this guide in Tulum and mm-hmm. who can show us around. And then so we started emailing with Red and we're like, what are we going to be doing? What are we going to be targeting? And we're going to the <clears throat> Cien Can. Cien Can biosphere which is basically right. a national park mm-hmm. uh, wilderness preserve um which encompasses a very large area uh, south of tulum uh and uh, we were fishing boca pila was the it uh, was like the little area kind of the region the area mm-hmm. we were in yeah, yeah. uh and uh Rhett was like oh we'll, we'll fish it's kind of like a river mouth yeah um and he's like we'll be targeting bonefish snook and uh big like jack crevalli like big oceans, oh, nice. like like open ocean jack that come into the river mouth to f- to feed on bait fish. Yeah, <clears throat> so that that's what was the that was the target. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're fishing big flats down there for no flats. We no were, flats. Well, oh, we, well, there was a day where we went on the flat. Okay. Yeah, it was huge. So typically, what is like? What are you fishing? Well, where we were fishing in Boca Pila. Uh, so okay, let's let's set the scene. Yeah. Here. All the fresh water in the Yucatan Peninsula comes from cenotes. Cenotes are the um, are the underwater caves. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've seen them on planet Earth or something like that. Uh, and then that water gets flushed out into the flats where it becomes brackish. And in Boca Pila, it turns into kind of like a brackish river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then that river pushes out into the main ocean. So you can fish. Like when you show up at Boca Pila, there's a big bridge. Mm-hmm. And you can see the flat. So you can definitely fish the flats. It's just that the time of year just wasn't great. We, we, we walked the flat on one, one day, but it was pretty empty. Yeah. Like devoid of fish. Okay, that's interesting. So it's like you can definitely fish it for bonefish. It's definitely then sometimes permit. Mm-hmm. Like, but just the time of year and just the way the um, just the way the way tide was, mm-hmm. and the, it just wasn't productive. Yeah. So we ended up fishing every day mainly the ocean side. So there's a beach and the, the, where the river dumps out into the ocean, there's like what we, it's called a cut, where yeah. like it actually does kind of cut into <clears throat> the ocean bed, the bottom of the, well, the, yeah. the seafloor, I don't know, yeah. the ocean floor, the yeah. sand. The sand. <laughs> yeah. So there's a big depression and then it comes, and, it gets, and then it gets very, very, very shallow again. Like there's like uh, a sandbar. Right. Like, like a- ankle deep. Well, Ankle deep for tall people. Yeah, knee, yeah. knee deep for me. Yeah, and um, and it was like it extended. Like it, it felt like there was a there was a what do you call that thing? Um, current 
that went straight from like one end of the beach all the way. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely see the way the tide was yeah, go- going out that and, was crazy. and pushing fish, pushing bait fish yeah. into into that like current. Yeah, and so you'd see like, and so that's what we were fishing. We were fishing that every day. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who went down? It was uh, it was uh, there was a couple of people. It wasn't just you two. Yeah, so me, Hilma, it was... Uh, Idai or Idis, both names are correct. Oh, cool. He's Lithuanian, and yeah. he was our DP, and then Joel, um, our uh, photographer, and we brought another sexy photographer, Andy Vanderke, who's been with us, Andy. you know, a couple trips, yeah. and he was there as well. Right uh, on. Andy and Joel, you know, have joined us on trips before, and yeah. they're solid dudes, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Idis is awesome to awesome. have around. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking <clears throat> need them around. Really good, really good energy. Yeah, so much fun. Cool. We had so much fun. We all so got along. Fun. It was it was really like everyone was super. <laughs> yeah, we got along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. That was well, great. I, I was here in the cold, uh, lonely, looking at photos of you guys. Thinking, I know we missed you, Mitchie. Oh, pajama. Yeah. We missed you. What a nice trip. I know. Yeah. But I'm excited to hear all about it. I want to go right back to flying. Like, should we just do let's the go day, back like to a day by day kind of thing? Yes. I want to go to like when you landed the plane and what <laughs> happened. I want to hear like what is the deal with Tulum as a destination. I want to hear about like uh the food you guys ate i want to hear about the place you stayed the fish you caught the most memorable fish i mean we're going to go through it all but let's go like starting right from the beginning the plane landed in tulum what happens okay first thing that happens i lose my luggage (laughs) really you lost your luggage (laughs) yeah i didn't tell you this mitch oh man because i was stressing the fuck out holy shit what was in there in your luggage oh just all the fly rods and the reels yeah just everything okay so so i all of the fly rods dog all of them so (laughs) i I didn't know that i know i couldn't tell anybody because i wanted to die yeah he he kept Um, his cool the whole time he didn't like flinch he was just like yeah it's fine what can you do right yeah so what happened was okay (sighs) there's so much to do um what ha- what happened was yeah wait can i do that one yeah yeah for sure what happened oh i fucked it up Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what is this some inside joke or something uh no no it's <laughs> <laughs> a bad bit i love it um okay so we're 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 still at pearson right i've got my little rod and yeah. reel case like travel case i've traveled everywhere with it i've used it italy florida a million times montana like i've flown I've carried on my rods every flight in my life, except for this one. They were like, we flew Interjet, which is mm-hmm. a Mexican airline, which actually, I gotta tell yeah, you. It's comfortable. It, yeah. was, it was awesome. The, like, mm-hmm. crazy amount of leg room. It's a crazy amount of leg room. Yeah, like, yeah. nice, good service. Mm-hmm. Food, like yeah. free food. Where yeah. did that happen it's anymore? True. Rad. Um, so we flew Interjet, and the Interjet people were like, no, you can't bring fishing rods on. I'm like, I have to bring these on. Mm-hmm. Like, can I gate check them? Is there anything to make sure that these get there? Yeah. And it was like, I was really trying not to argue with them because, yeah. you know, I don't like arguing with. Totally. Like, those people know, that are like. It's not their call. And you're also not <laughs> getting anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, yeah. what they like, they're, they're going to give you your way more because you're making them angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy's so, so rude. I definitely have to give him <laughs> his way. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Okay, well, like, I guess yeah. there's no connecting flight. What are the odds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I also knew, like, I was putting it in the oversized luggage thing because you have to put oversized luggage oh, in a man. different area. And I'm like, I'm never going to see this again. And uh, I just had this weird feeling in the back of my head. And sure enough, land the plane, mm-hmm. Yelma's bag, Joel's bag. Got that feeling, too, when you don't see your bag is so oh, it's the worst. stressful. It's the like, worst. you just feel your I fly, heart start to race. I've been fortunate enough in my <laughs> life that I've traveled a lot because of like, the restaurants and stuff yeah. um never have i ever lost a bag or like wow. had a bag lost like not even i've never had one 
any problems one problem ever i like how this is the one <laughs> yeah. right like oh my god fishing trip so all yeah. the fishing gear yeah because we were trying to pare down we didn't want to like bring too much stuff so like uh, you know, we both had our, Elam and I both had a personal bag. Yeah. And then I had the rod and reels and in, in yeah. the in the rod and reel case. And yeah. We checked when and, I checked all of our flies. And, and then Yelma had all the flies and the and like the lines and the leaders and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. We basically the plan was to carry everything on. To in order that we could fish because if they, if uh, they lost our uh, if they lost our luggage we could still, could fish, still fish. Was the idea which, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So yeah, and then the. Uh, n- yeah, we waited and like finally started asking people. Like nobody didn't really get a straight answer from <laughs> anybody. No, not. but I felt like they were attentive to like oh, what for was sure. happening, and they were very professional. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So like it's, it's 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 obviously not coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I got to start talking to people. And I was like, okay, I got we got to start talking. To people. Joel was actually the first guy. He's like, I'm going to start talking to people. He's, he's, he's like, he was kind of like talking to like yeah, because like, he speaks Spanish. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, he doesn't. Oh. That's what he said. He says he knows. <laughs> he lied to me? He doesn't speak Spanish. Why does everybody lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he understands it. Yeah, yeah maybe. Amazing. Um, so you started talking to attendants. You're like, yeah, What's yeah, yeah. And on? then finally there was one really helpful guy and that knew. He's like, he's like, well, for some, he's like, I've got to get in touch with the Toronto team, but for whatever reason, it wasn't on the flight. Mm-hmm. But we have a flight tomorrow morning and okay. we'll make sure it's on that flight. He's yeah. like, and, and he gave me his like, his cell phone number. That's awesome. He's like, just text me. Mm-hmm. He's like, text me for updates. He's like, don't call the 1-800 number. Oh, wow. That's and great. He's like, and he's like, I'll get you sorted. Nice guy. That's so the first, awesome. So that was awesome. Yeah. So the first thing we did is I call... Well, Interjet? Interjet. Yeah. Interjet. Hey, man. That's yeah. customer service right there. It yeah. was, man. His Jeez. cell phone. That's his awesome. His personal cell phone. Yeah. And uh, and anyway, so first thing I do is I text Rhett. I'm like, hey, Rhett, they lost all of our rods. We don't have any rods and reels. Like, we were supposed to fish like the next day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know can we push back a day? Like we got to yeah. see if this bag shows up and he's like, Oh, I've got rods. Don't worry about it. Like right. we'll get you through the first day. Yeah. You know? And oh man, like, that's so amazing. And we were just, so that, so that uh, then I, then I kind of stopped stressing. Cause it was like, I was like, okay, well now we, we can, can fish. actually fish because Rhett, Rhett guided us, but he wouldn't call himself a, like uh, he's not a full-time guide. Like his yeah. profession, he's a property manager. He like, he, manages vacation yeah. homes right that's yeah. his, that's his that's job, his, that's right. his job yeah. so he has a job he's taking time out of his day to like show us around basically. so awesome yeah i love these people man mm-hmm. we seem to meet so many of them mm-hmm. you yeah. know people that are just like yep let's go mm-hmm. hang out they just want to hang out fish they're just nice people that's yeah. not to say he's not an expert i, would, Absolutely. I wouldn't call him an ex like i would probably call him an expert uh, definitely of that area like he wrote a book called huh? Fly Fishing the Yucatan. Sorry, he co-wrote a book. He wow. co-authored authored a book. That's um, awesome. Which we read on the plane, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's not like he doesn't, it's not just like... No, he's not just a guy who's just shooting yeah. the shit, let's yeah, go yeah. fish. Like, he, he, he has... He knows a, what he's doing. He's, uh, he wouldn't call himself a guide, He'll, he calls himself like a fly fishing resource. Yeah. So he has a, a website called uh, Mexican Fly Fishing, mm-hmm. and... Uh, dot com. And, uh, and he's like, what did he call himself? Like the... MexicanFlyFishing.com. Yeah. Wow, that's such a good URL. Yeah. Amazing. Maybe it's MexicoFlyFishing.com. Let's we'll double I'll, check. Yeah, we'll double check. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what did he call himself? Well, he says it in the interview, his little soundbite. But he says he's like kind of like the gate. He's like the gatekeeper. Mm. Yeah. Super eccentric guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Amazing personality. <clears throat> like big booming voice. Like lot, lot mm-hmm. of energy. And yeah. a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Super smart. 
and and worldly mexicoflyfishing.com like, oh perfect right. mexicoflyfishing.com yeah all right, we're going to take a quick second here to talk about uh, something really special in uh, downtown Toronto, a slice of heaven, if you will. Um, it's packed full of fly fishing gear, tying materials, clothing, hats, bags, and more. Uh, Drift Outfitters Fly Shop at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto, Ontario, is our SoFly official fly shop. Rob and the guys down at the shop have you covered for all your fly fishy needs, whether that means uh, taking a trip to northern Ontario or instead heading on a massive journey to the heart of Africa to fish tigerfish on the Zambezi. Drift Outfitters has got you covered. Stop by the shop at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto or visit them online at driftoutfitters.com to take advantage of their online store and free shipping on Canadian orders over 100 bucks. So how did Rhett find himself in Tulum? Rhett found himself in Tulum. Uh, he had a grant from Miami University to study um, oh, right. the... Archaeology. Aztec, uh, yeah, archaeology, basically. The Aztec ruins in and around the Yucatan Peninsula. Okay. So he went down there in the 80s, and he never came back. Whoa. <laughs> That's so cool. He lives in, other, like, yeah. basically, like, he never yeah. came back. Yeah. He spent, he spent a lot of time in that region. Yeah, he spent a lot of time. <laughs> and cool. eventually settling in. He lives in um, Akumal, which is yeah. north of Tulum by, like, about 20 minutes. So you guys landed the plane. Okay, right. The yeah. luggage shit was all crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You're like, all right, we talked to Red on the phone. You went to, you grab a cab, you go to... Well, we grab a... We, car rental. We, car get a, rental. we get the shuttle to the car rental gotcha. place because mm-hmm. uh, the car rental places aren't actually at the airport. Right. Uh, fun fact for anybody who's going to Tulum. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Or Cancun. Or Cancun, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So we land in Cancun, right? Right. Uh, that's the kind of gateway to the Yucatan. Yeah. Um, Yucatan's a, you know, a peninsula nice. on the east, um, <clears throat> eastern part of Mexico. Um, and uh, you land in Cancun and just start driving south. It's so it's like four lane highway. Mm-hmm. So it's just one. How long of a drive is it? And uh, it's about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's not that far. It was about an hour and a half from to get Cancun? to- From Cancun? From Cancun. From Cancun, right? Yeah. An hour and a half? Two, yeah. Two hours? Not bad at all. An hour and a half. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So you Dude, hopped in your car. So we got out of the airport and it's yeah. just like the humidity. Oh, Remember yeah. That? Oh, my God. It was just like a <laughs> like slap a in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a wall. Whoa. Yeah. I know. It was crazy. It was hot. It was, was really it like hot. 30 degrees the whole time you were down oh, there? Oh, yeah. It was like... Yeah. But then we got used to it. I think uh, at a point where we were just like, yeah. You know, we were in the pool and... It's know, awesome, we were man. We were hit, getting hit with, with waves and uh, just breeze. So we were feeling... It's great. Good. I didn't really feel the heat that much, you know? That first day, I felt the, first the heat. Day, yeah. I'll tell you that yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we... What do we do? So we get, we get on the road, mm-hmm. drive, get into Tulum, mm-hmm. uh, and then check first in... First impressions of Tulum? Uh, street... Street market food, lovely, Caribbean-esque, um, nice. First impression. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll get to like the the other um, Tulum <laughs> variables of Tulum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but the first impression, I was like, is sorry, it was quite nice. Um, I felt, you know, just, you know. My first impression was a little more industrial than I thought it was going to be. Tulum. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I, I had yeah. this like wilderness. Right. You know, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess based on like what you see on like Instagram, you see all those. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So the first thing I see is a Starbucks, and the second thing I see is a Burger King. Oh, and really? I was like, and I was like, huh? And it kind of looked like. But then, but then after that, it was like there's like the main little town, and like 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 
you almost said there's like awesome little taco shops and yeah. ceviche shops and and it's just a little bit more industrial because it's right on a high a, the major mm-hmm. highway cuts right through the town so there's big 18 wheeler like i uh, imagine it almost tr- like costa rica like yeah no, See, that's I mean, how i thought it See, was that's how be. i thought because the pictures yeah. are like that kind of well it is once you get to the beach for sure right but like right yeah. when you when you drive into tulum you're like you're not well i mean you're relatively close to the beach but yeah. you're not on the beach yeah mm-hmm. So our Airbnb was in the town, like in the town. It wasn't on the water. Yeah. Um, but we pull in our Airbnb and. F- the Airbnb was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was fucked so up. so sick. Well, cause I, yeah, I mean, I like, I love nice things. And <laughs> I walked in, there's these huge doors. I mean, like they're, you know, they're what? 11 feet tall. These yeah. doors. It's beautiful like, it's wooden like a doors. kingdom. Yeah. Whoa. You know, when you walk into the Louvre and, or before the Louvre, you know, like the courtyard, it's like, you know like that kind of feeling mm-hmm. it's just like boom mm-hmm. and then like you'd open up you know, everything's glass walls firstly yeah because there's a surrounding sort of you know fort right. <laughs> i guess walls and and the, those doors so yeah the place was just a lot of light coming in so much light there's a nice little fucking pool so can i swear on this thing on the SoFi yeah, podcast it's my first time being a guest of course you could swear baby <laughs> right, thanks um we have the little e it just looked like a little oasis and um, yeah, it's just lovely. That spet pool That's right a, in the middle of the house, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and everybody had like it, the place. Like if you look at it on, um, if you look at it on Instagram, uh, which is Casa at Casa Flamingo, um, king size bed. It looks. It looks. I mean, the pictures make it look just as beautiful as it is, but it, you don't really understand how big it is. Mm-hmm. Right. It's big. Yeah. Oh, it's bigger than it looks. On oh, the it's big. Oh, yeah. yeah, and comfy. Oh, it's oh, so comfy. Like huge kitchen, big mm. like communal living space. The the pools. Uh, it's an interesting design. It runs the length of the house. Yeah. So it's really like nice and long. You can actually like every bedroom mm-hmm. door. Yeah. Like the sliding glass doors. Yeah. You have each bedroom has one, and you can jump into the pool from. Oh, the, cool. From your bedroom. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. It's oh. designed for like just relaxing. Mm-hmm. It's designed yes. to be a vacation place. It's designed yeah. for you yeah. to completely chill out. And for us, it like when we were going from there to fishing, mm-hmm. in the morning anyway, when there was no traffic. Yeah. We'll get to that. But in the morning when there's no traffic, probably about 35, 40 minutes to fishing. Yeah. For about 40 minutes. Yeah. About not bad. 25 minutes to the to the gate, like the, the National Park gate. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, okay. The Sian Can gate. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, and uh, there's there, we had bikes. Yeah. You could bike into town, get some tacos. Like we're like Sick. five minute bike ride from like really great taquerias. Yeah. yeah. Um, wine. Wine everywhere. Organic food. Yeah. 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 Rad. It was, it was like in an area where, uh, you know, it was, you know, in an area where people who are wellness mm-hmm. advocates go and yoga stay people and, yeah. yeah there's a lot of there's i think one of the bigger yoga retreats huh. uh was like right beside there mm-hmm. holistica right yeah. yeah but it's like it's convenient it's a convenient place to vacation in that you can just bike to get tacos yeah. come home swim in the pool relax like it's chill yeah mm-hmm. you can like your access to adventure or ch- or Chill-ish. relaxation is optimal there yeah. nice and you don't even have to leave leave the house because I, I felt like that was <laughs> honestly i would just stay there I, yeah I, I honestly yeah. yeah like bike get some tacos and just chill out by the chill. pool oh. yeah so good by like wednesday the following wednesday from the friday that we got there i was just like okay here it is yeah fully relaxed nice yeah nice you know yeah it was a really great base camp and like more than enough room for everybody too right so it was just like mm-hmm. wi-fi so we could work yeah you know yeah you can't drink the water but the, they drink. provided bottled water there for you oh, nice. um yeah. you know rad yeah it's great they had everything there 
Okay, great. Well, that sounds like, I mean, the pictures are awesome. Yeah. Definitely check out at Casa Flamingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can check out our page too. We've got, we'll post some pictures of it. Definitely. Yeah. It looked, and the website, because it looked amazing. Super easy to book. It's on Airbnb. Yeah. Check and, it out. Yeah. Um, the property managers down there were so nice. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so nice. nice. Awesome. Um, well, that's good, because you, you go from losing the bags to like, you want to go to a place that's like it, a nice place. It's nothing but positive yeah. after that. Okay. Yeah. Rad. Radical. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we. So Rhett's messaging me. I've got him on WhatsApp. And he's like, what are you guys doing? And uh, and I was like, well, we just checked in. I fucking lost my bags. I'm losing my mind a little bit. And he's like, he's like oh, I was like, we got to go get groceries. And he's like, perfect. I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he does kind of sound like that. Yeah. He's, do you know Will Ferrell's imitation of Harry Carey? Oh my God, really? I, I don't want to make Rhett sound like a fool. He's not foolish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just he's got this really animated way of speaking. Gilma, you just got to get that cast out there a little further. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> like, those people. So he's kind of got like he talks kind of like the tortoise in Finding Nemo. What? Do you know the tortoise in Finding no, Nemo? No, he doesn't have like... Wait, oh, the, no, he doesn't oh, have... Oh, no. The no, dude, no, he doesn't the have like, the surfer. Oh, he's not a surfer. Dude. No, no, no. no, no, no. Dude, no, okay. no. No. Uh, anyway, so Rhett's like, meet me in the parking lot. Uh, you can do all sea your grocery... Turtles, you can do all your grocery shopping here. Yeah, we can make a plan for tomorrow. And he made us feel a lot comfortable with uh, the um, airport, the uh, our luggage, because he said those guys will take care of your shit. He just wow. said that those guys will take care of your shit. Don't nice. worry, and they did. Cool. So we show up. Rhett's waiting awesome. for us in the parking lot, <clears throat> okay. and uh, <clears throat> he's been he's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little a couple, bit. A oh yeah, or something. Yeah, he's like he's like, hey guys into the beers he's like but let's make a plan and he was just like he got us so amped because he was so amped yeah <laughs> like he was so happy to like meet us and yeah. have us down he's like just chat fishing yeah. i mean it's fun when you get to show someone oh, where man. you fish it, it was, and what you love it was such a scene too we're like you know here are four guys from canada um yeah. i think adis was stuck behind to like set up his cameras and stuff yeah and uh, andy uh joel Andy, Joel, and I <laughs> and uh, met Rhett, and Rhett was just like, you know, he was like, he was on fire. He was yeah. like, he was, you know, just stoked. like stoked. It's like 5 p.m., the sun's setting. Yeah. It's like this beautiful sunset. We're in like this <laughs> parking lot of this ma- <laughs> massive gross, like yeah. Mexican Walmart, basically. Yeah. Um, it had everything. It had everything. Yeah. And, um, and he, there's this guy that we kind of like plucked out of thin air out of an email, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, boom. Yeah. All right. There's your guide, yeah. you know? Awesome. And he's just like, okay, you're gonna, we're going to meet at this gas station. We're yeah. going to get the ice for the beers. Uh, make sure you pack some lunches. and Dogs. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his big thing. Yeah. That's, that's his it. big icebreaker. It's yeah. just like, he's just like, make sure you bring some thongs. Bring some thongs. <laughs> there's some hilarious pictures. <laughs> Fuck. I, we were thinking, Andy said that, at the, like, the last day. He's like, man, we should have just all on the last day just busted them out he would have he would have oh that would have been great he would have lost his mind yeah yeah and then he uh, <laughs> but yeah so he got us so excited and he and like you said he assured us like he's like oh those guys at the airport you're not the first person you're probably not gonna be the last person yeah. he's like but they they, they do they got you they got you kind of thing mm-hmm. wicked so you you guys you meet your guide and, and, and he's, he's amped, like and, and he's like and i've he's got stoked. don't worry i've yeah. got rods i've got the got I've, got, I've got you covered at least we landed with yoma's bag so we had all of our flies all of our terminal tackle yeah. like leaders line right. pliers nippers that's good all that stuff we, like we had it all you know yeah. and um that's a, well. That's a definitely an uphill because yeah. it's like nice place. Guy is super cool. He can't wait to go out with us. We've got our gear. 
Place is beautiful. I'll see you at five in the morning. Five a.m. <laughs> rock and roll or yeah. six six six. Uh, no six. Right and we, early. We met him at six, and yeah. then we got to uh, the water by like seven. So he crashed out that night. Woke up at six. Yeah. Hit the water. You're on the water by seven. Mm-hmm. That's not bad at all. No. And how's the first impression? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I okay, mean, well, okay. Well, let's get. We'll get to the uh, to the water. Um, but before it's that drive from the you know through Tulum. Like I guess that's like the resort part of Tulum, the hotel area. Yeah, yeah. I'd, say. I'd oh. say there's like a main drag by the beach. Yeah, of just lined with like picture Queen Street in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. that's how many hotels there are. It's like hotel, 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 uh, bar, restaurants, uh, bar, restaurant, uh, yoga, like it's tourist city. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. tourist city, but it's designed in a way where where like the stereotypes that you have of like a place like that sort of comes to life. You know, right. you've got the grass, um, bamboo walls, and like uh-huh. everything is just like its own section. Yeah, so you're driving yeah. through this meandering dirt road. Meandering, and, yeah, for and, sure. Uh, and then the jungle canopy. Jungle. Jungle. The, the, it's not really a jungle. No, but, but it's like, a fake jungle, which makes it look it's like. The tree canopy covers yeah. the road. So it looks nice, right? So yeah. this is our first impression. We're like, mm. we're like, whoa, this is great. Whoa, mm-hmm. this Andy was losing his yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring like every girlfriend I ever have down here. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to come down here. We're going to do that. Like, yeah. We're going to like do yoga for five days and yeah. fall in love. And- yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's our first sort of impression. Of that. It was good. We'll talk about it later. But anyways, uh, we, we drove down that road. It was beautiful. It was um, yeah. nice, lush, green, um, very early. Um, smelled great. Um, oh, yeah. The smell. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. It smelled fresh. beautiful. Yeah. Like what? Like flowers, just fresh, just fresh, just fresh, yeah. clean, ocean, like that ocean salty. salty. Nice, yeah, Sick. that's awesome. Yeah. Dewy, like morning kind Dewy, of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Like it. Wow. it was basically it's the wet season. Yeah, oh, it okay. Is. It yeah. rains every day, yeah. basically, but it rains for like what? Yeah, like it hardly rained when we were even on the water. We rained one day really, and we waited and it left. But I guess at night it would just pour a little bit, and mm. during the day it was fine. It was like yeah, it was nothing. Yeah. Hmm. But it made for everything like, you know, like, yeah. like dew soaked in the morning. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we, we drove and we got, so we saw the, you know, past the flats. We saw that it was beautiful, whatever. Oh, and then well, we, we got into, like, you get, the, you get these like Jurassic Park style yeah. doors to get into the, oh, right. into the, the park. Into the park. Into really? The park. Yeah. 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 Cool. And you pay the park fee there. Yeah. Yep. Sure. And that was, yeah. They give you a little wristband. Okay. Yeah. And Which you makes go. you feel good. Cause it's like, okay, this is like protected. proper, protected place really care yeah people care about the yeah okay yeah uh, yeah we just keep kept driving sort of like that you know all all the palm trees and coconut trees that were over us while we were driving through this yeah. sort of like kind of tunnel thing it kind of opened up it's definitely paradise yeah you know like vibes yeah, yeah. paradise paradiso yeah paradiso <laughs> paradiso wow you speak spanish nice man That's you enjoy cool. that man. was spanish <laughs> yeah. sure that wasn't german I don't know. <laughs> definitely wasn't german um okay so you get everything's looking good everything's looking good uh we you know if you want detail to detail i'll just give you that play by play we stopped and for Rhett to show sort of like the flats uh where it's located just before we got fishing how to access them yeah how to access it and another reason a guide's important absolutely um and then we parked uh we got all our stuff and uh we actually we parked on the bridge because what color were your socks what (laughs) the details man oh gray my gray gray. (laughs) well although i look the same we Sims wet waiting socks. You parked that damn car and you went to the water. No, no, no. We no, parked no, no, on the no. bridge. We parked on the bridge. Oh, is that like an important detail? Oh, yeah, yes. Because. What happened? Yeah, what happened, Yoma? What was uh, the first thing you saw? <laughs> it was 
fucking seven, fucking six thirty in the morning, six forty five in the morning. Red points down to like um, this mangrove, and there's a ten to fourteen foot saltwater crocodile oh my God. there. But he's like, he's not even hiding. He's just like, hello, hey. good morning, everyone. It is good morning, everyone. Huge, <laughs> really? I can't. It's huge. Twelve this, to fourteen feet. Dude, sorry. Rhett's like, oh yeah, that's uh, the medium one. What? And then we saw the big one. And then we saw the big one. Whoa. <laughs> Swimming by, and then it just disappeared. Yeah. Holy which was shit. Terrifying. And you were about to go fishing in that. It j- not, sort right, of, not right there. Not, not right, right there, there, but like yeah. the area-ish. Yeah. Like that croc's going to go wherever it wants. Yeah. Yeah. They they don't go in the, like he said. Technically, he's, he's right? Like, well, Rhett said in the, you know, decades he's been there, he's never right, right, right. seen it on the ocean side once. Yeah. But like Yelma going down, it's like, well, oh. he, he's going to be the guy. <laughs> To bring one up yeah. to the ocean. Well, no, Rhett said he saw it w- once come close. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Wow, that's once. crazy. Once in 30 years. Which the is... thing that you need to be concerned about down there more than the Crocs, mm. uh, it was, first of all, it was pretty cool seeing the Crocs. Yeah, let's not definitely. Let's not overstate yeah. that. Yeah, like, it's like seeing a bear or like... I saw a crocodile the f- in the first minute I'm yeah. in this wilderness preserve. I yeah. saw a crocodile in the wild. And then I saw another one. Even bigger. Mm-hmm. Like... You think I've uh, like growing up in Ottawa? I ever thought that that was gonna happen in my life? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Totally. <laughs> that I'm gonna be fly fishing in Mexico, staring at 14 foot wild crocodiles. I know it's wild. I was like that cool. moment was so surreal for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Jesus. Christ. It was terrifying. But it's you're like on the bridge. You're on the bridge. You're so far away from them that it's just like yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you can you know why they're there? There were so many fish in the water. Right. What kind of fish? Everything. 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 We saw every, except for. We saw bonefish, needlefish, yeah. little, small little jacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lady ladyfish. Fish, yeah. Barracudas. Yeah. Just yeah. right there by the bridge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was good. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah. So after that. Uh, so that's your first impression. You're like, look yeah. at the predator. Here's the predator. Yeah. I didn't feel, I didn't get angst like I did in Attawapiskat. Like angst of the bear's going to kill me or a crocodile's going to kill me. Um, I did. Well, when we get to the flats part, that part freaked me out a little bit. But because like we were right beside, like Andy was like, oh, why don't you go fish by the mangroves? I'm like, no, I'm not going to the mangroves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I don't ter- know what's there. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that does sound kind of scary. It is scary because when you get closer, because they look small from while you're, you know, yeah, you're ankle deep in the flats and you're looking at the mangroves and it looks small. Once you get to it, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, it engulfs you mentally. Yeah. Also, Andy telling you to fish mangroves, like he just wants you to get. He just eaten. wants to get a pic. Oh uh, yeah, that, and he wants to get a nice picture. And like, oh well, that's where I'm gonna fish. Why would you- <laughs> so authentic. Awesome. This is amazing. I love that. Uh yeah, so we gear up. Yeah, we gear up, get everything out of the cars. Rhett's got like, man, Rhett's got a setup, man. Like he's got chairs for everybody. He's got a little umbrella for the sun. Like, yeah, so we can like he make, knows what he's doing. So he yeah. Make a little base camp on the beach. Yeah, because like I said where we saw the crocs that's that river we were talking about yeah yeah the bridge goes over the river river dumps into the ocean and the ocean mouth there is where we're gonna be fishing yeah so we were setting up a little base camp and uh we walked through the we walked through the mangroves and man the mosquitoes oh man i was not expecting that no yeah they're little tiny little like you know canadian mosquitoes are a little substantial you know yeah these are little tiny little... Like gnats almost? Yeah, like gnats almost. And there's millions of them. And there's... Biting you? Biting and... Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. Good um, Lord. Anyway, you get yeah. out of that quick and you're onto the water. Well, all those started running. And... I was like, fuck this. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. Like, I, nice. at one point I looked at Yilma and there, there there had to be like 50 plus following yeah. him. Whoa. And I was like, and I was like, 
nope yeah see ya like let's just yeah. get out of here yeah it's not a long walk yeah this is it's a it's like what Down 400 yeah. 500 meters maybe max yeah. yeah but it's a long enough that we got just owned yeah, yeah. <laughs> andy oh man and andy wasn't wearing it like anything basically <laughs> we're like dude you got to cover up the sun's cr- the sun's crazy all day and he's just like i'll be fine <laughs> just getting bitten i was like hell. fine you're a grown man yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, yeah. Le- you'll learn yeah kind of thing and uh but anyway we got to the ocean yeah it's beautiful yeah oh it's gorgeous uh, beautiful the trees open up oh, yeah. the sand is white yeah. the, like the the where that sandbar we're talking about waves yep. are rolling over mm-hmm. it's like yeah you know the, <laughs> oh, that is nice i, I will feel more relaxed yeah and, and then, like, clear and like just yeah. clear and stuff little smelly okay so they're having a problem with uh, sargasso. Sargasso, which is a, like a uh, a weed a bloom, basically oh. a grass bloom. Yeah, and it smells like sulfur. Really, very strongly of sulfur. Yeah. And it's so pushing the snook away. Yeah. So, oh no way. Yeah. yeah, it's actually having an impact on the fish. So mm-hmm. that's why Rhett was saying that it was like for the the flat isn't as productive as it normally is because there's a lot of buildup of this grass and yeah. that what they need is the, all that rain we we're talking about to push it all out. Right. So like we'd get there in the mornings and you could you could definitely see that it had been pushed out mm-hmm. and then by the end of the day it would return kind of thing. Okay. So we'd start off the day would be super clear and then. As the day went on, the mm-hmm. the you'll see in the pictures. Sometimes the water is really blue. Sometimes it's a little bit stained. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the from the sargasso. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And it's just like a for whatever. Like, why is it happening? Who knows? It's just like a, no. It's not a who knows. It's actually it has a lot to do yeah. with farming. Oh yeah. And it has a lot to do with farming in different uh, like. And it's a lot to do with soybean farming. Right. And sometimes not even in Mexico. It, like things that happen in other places mm. in South America. Yeah. Um, it com- uh, Red explains it in his interview. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, it's just one of those things where like the world Sulfur. is the world is all connected, right? And, yeah. And, you know, because of... It also has temperature has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, it thrives in hotter temps. And since the temps are hotter more consistently. Yeah. Because of, you know climate change and stuff then uh it's funny like why can't those things smell good like why can't like a oh there's a bloom and but good news it smells like oranges <laughs> why does it smell like farts yeah. <laughs> you know like why does that happen that's why a good point man. That? like it's so know. weird okay well the ocean's looking beautiful though what do what you like what's your first plan but, like what happens when you go to a beach and you're just like i mean you guys had the guide yeah. right to show you but like What's your first thing? Like you're looking at the ocean, you're like, so, okay, let's fish this. Like, how the hell do you? Go yeah. About so that? Rhett was breaking, like, like kind of how when you show up to a river, you start breaking down. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you know, they, you know, when we go to the credit, we know that there's like, you know, a certain rock, a cut, a log, or what. The way he understood that ocean break, yeah, was like, you could tell he spent a lot. So for the first little, almost half an hour, it's like seven in the morning. We crack some beers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's like. You guys want some uh, adult breakfast beverages? <laughs> nice. Yeah. And we're like, there's no reason why not, not to. You know, yeah, like, yeah. we're drinking Tecate Light. It's two percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it was it's like water. It was well. amazing. Yeah. So refreshing. Um, and he starts breaking it down. Like he he talks about how the like Yilmo was saying how the river pushes a current, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And he's and he's like talking about how we're gonna approach fishing each different type of fish. He's like, here's what the snook do. They cruise the beach, because um, you like there's all, there's all these bait fish. Mm-hmm. ever present in in the surf ever present yeah. um and that's the snooker 
going up and down. Mm-hmm. Just cruising. Dude, them. they're big. Just they're smoking huge. Them. The snooker? Oh, yeah. Yeah, four, 30 pound kind of thing. Jeez. Uh, I, mean, that I mean, that big, but I 40, mean. 40, 50? Like at least 120 <laughs> pounds, yeah. Fuck, that's a big snook. No, but I mean, like, you're talking about like a. Like a, like a 15 pounds. Like we were spotting 20 to 40 inch fish. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big, big fish. It's like a yeah. big fish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard to say how long they are when you don't hold them in your hand and measure them, but like they yeah. were big fish, yeah. right? Yeah. Like these weren't little tiny fish. Yeah. So he's like, this is what the snook do, and this is how they behave, and that's, yeah. this is how we're going to target them. And here's what the jack do, and the jack what the jack do yeah. is, it's actually amazing, because we actually saw this happen. They surf, remember we are talking about the sandbar? Yeah. They surf the waves that crest over the sandbar, mm-hmm. like surf. Like they come into the... the no, like as the wave is cresting, yeah. they're like, like, like literally Whoa. like a dolphin or a surfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ride the wave into Weird. the river mouth yeah. and then they cr- they eat the bait fish and then they swim zoom out on the, out, and they zoom going. back on. They keep, they keep doing loops like that. Whoa. And the first time I saw it happen, That's cool. I, I was like, and they come in, they're not alone. Yeah. They're like with three or four of their buddies. Whoa. And you just see these dark black shapes yeah. and then all of a sudden, and they're coming fast. Yeah. Wow. It probably like shoots them right into the thing. Yeah. Right? That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It was so cool. And then he's like, and then if we, Isn't you know. so sick, like crazy how they learn to do that over time. Like he's, he's like, that's the most exciting part of fishing here. And yeah. I was yeah. like. It was. And, it, and you cool. know what? It really was. Yeah. That is cool. And then he's like, and then if we, he's like, he's like, man, if we run into a school of bonefish, he's like, we're going to. He's like, but the bonefish on the ocean side, they'll eat shrimp patterns for sure. He's like, but he's like, you know what? They eat clousers. And he's uh-huh. like, and that's why I think not a whole lot of people are, because they get stuck in a bonefish mode, which, you know, like everything you read, is like, oh, they eat shrimp, they eat shrimp, they eat shrimp, they eat shrimp. But uh, we were catching all of them on the ocean side yeah. on clousers because, well, first of all, it's not unshrimpy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not unshrimpy. And, and they were the pink. way it swims too. Yeah. yeah. I used pink, pink and white the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Pink yeah. and white, red and white, and yeah. Uh, yeah so Yoma strings up his rod. Like Rhett's like, let's get this, let's get this fishing. Yeah. yeah. Yoma strings up his one. What happened to him? Yeah. Well, Rhett's like, hey, yeah, there's bone right there. I'm just like, okay, cast it. Boom. Like first or second cast, maybe it was like the first cast. Bonefish, right on. What? Yeah. And obviously, I didn't set the hook because literally yeah. my first sec or second cast hitting a bonefish. I'm just like, I just got something. I was like, Yama! And then, <laughs> boom, it's gone. Then all of a sudden, you know, like two, three minutes later, all those casting, got one. Yeah. And he got a bonefish. What? Yeah. Dude, it was just on. And it was just on. We were there. The whole fucking day. That's sick. Dude, just we were there. Mm-hmm. That's sick. We got there, 7 a.m., cracked beers, got the tutorial. 30 minutes later, Yama's first cast, bonefish. Awesome. My first cast, bonefish. Mm-hmm. That's sick. What? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love when I was tripped yeah. like that. I was like, well, because everyone's telling us like, you know, they're hard and I, and I get that they are hard. I mean, yeah. eventually, like after that day it got a little more tricky, but there was something in the air that day or in the, you know, the conditions that mm-hmm. we just like got so blessed by, uh, and with this fruitful like adventure of catching bone after bone yeah, on them on them. And to the point where Rhett was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. Yeah. And Alder and I, Joel was catching bonefish, And, um, and yeah, and then that wasn't even the only speed. We caught little jacks and uh, yeah. pompano was another species we caught on that day. Yeah, those and are th- cool looking. Mm-hmm. And then we we learned something too. Like we you know the, like halfway through the day. I mean, I'm probably you know fast forwarding a little too far, but I'm so excited. What What did you catch? A ladyfish. And what is it? What is like? What's the ladyfish like? What was your reaction to it? Well, I thought it was a tarpon. So I fucking oh. I, yeah, I, ca- I cast it. Okay, so I'm casting. Like I thought it was like a school of bones. Hmm. Boom! All of a sudden, like huge 
pull. I cut, like a pull I've never pulled before. Well, like, yeah, felt before. Yeah. Other than, well, my steel head was here pretty good. Yeah, um, steel head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just jumped like a tarpon, like a dolphin. Just oh, it came right out of the water. Yeah. It was like, I was like, baby tarpon! Yeah. And Rhett's like, it's ladyfish. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it was exciting uh, nonetheless. Uh, I would catch ladyfish all day long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude, they're like they, they like tarp like he's like Yom was saying they are like they, they're zippy they yeah. they're jumping all over the, and that was a big fish too mm-hmm. like yeah it was a it was nice like fish a thir- like it was like it was like a good fish yeah mm-hmm. twenty four so we hooked yeah. those first two bonefish and nice. then after that we we got a little bit more light and mm-hmm. then we started snook hunting yeah mm-hmm. then we walked up and down the beach and kind of got a sense of what that kind of game is like yeah um, what do you do like what are you looking for you, you're looking for snook. Like you're just trying to spot them. Spot them. Spot you spot them cruising. How do you spot them? Like just through the water. Oh yeah. yeah. Not oh, yeah. like you don't see their tails or anything like that. No, 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 no. They're big. They're dark. Yeah. Like you see them coming. I'd love to catch a snook. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, how was this? Like how were you guys snook, successful with this? I hooked a snook, but I didn't land it. It was, yeah. uh, and that was like the third day. Right. Uh, it was uh, tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did the snook hunting thing for a bit, and then we went back to base camp, had our little lunches. And and that's when the, a, a big school of bonefish came in. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that's we didn't leave that spot for the rest of the day. Like we mm-hmm. ate sandwiches. Yeah. And right in front of our lawn chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I would catch a couple bonefish and then go get a beer. Yeah. Wow, that's like sick. this is what this day was like. That's yeah. a pretty awesome. Like day. <laughs> I mean that's a pretty tough day to beat. Yeah. They were just beautiful weather. They would just you would see them come in and yeah. once you saw them when you saw them when you spotted the school come in mm-hmm. you'd get you'd get your cast in front of them and it was like a guaranteed hookup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, and that was amazing. Rad. But I mean, at the same time, you know, there's like these little species called, you know, pompano, yeah, and little jacks that we're just hooking into. That's a lot of fun, you know. We're That's on, cool. We're on yeah. eight weights, right? Like it's yeah. fun. Yeah, like yeah. these, they're like, like if we had a seven weight, it would yeah. be, it would have been like insane. insane. Yeah, <laughs> and these bonefish, like they were ranging in size, like some were, you know, like mm-hmm. probably uh, like a pound or two, and yeah. some were like more in the two to three pound class, and then the bigger ones topped out about like. Like Rhett was saying, like, oh, that's probably like a four-ish bone. Like, mm-hmm. four. like we had some good thick fish. I had a thick one. Yeah, nice. a thick boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and some, you know, some some ran, some didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was day one. That's not. That sounds amazing. So I got to tell you a story. Um, Aldo wasn't there. He was um, just catching a bunch of bonefish on the other end. But <laughs> I, I I was walking with Joel uh, mm-hmm. where the snook where we were told to look and for snook and mm-hmm. i got into bonefish so you know when people are like and it's funny because all those like yo we're catching all these bonefish you know people say it's hard and they run and uh, yeah it was tough fishing or sorry tough a uh, fight but yeah. we weren't getting that classic hookup right so i walked the beach and of course well, we weren't getting classic, that like like, like like you know how you read magazines where it's like and i hooked into the bonefish and instantly 120 yards of backing yes, off my reel where it just you takes know? Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they but, were running don't get me wrong yeah. but like but not like not that. like Exactly. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Thank you for. Um, so, yeah. so you got you and Joel start walking to try to like find a big. Well, yeah, find a snook. We're just hanging out. Yeah. And we saw a school of bonefish, so I cast it, and I got hooked into one. I didn't set the hook right because obviously it spit it out. Got a strip set, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you strip set. So I didn't strip yeah. set because I, I was just hanging out with Joel, and all of a sudden the bone just went. Almost got into backing. Seriously, hook pops out. Yeah, so that classic sort of Holy like they, yeah. right. That was exciting because Joel's crazy. like crazy. He's just looking at me and he's just filming. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no! What do we do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen videos like that, and it's just like hard stopping in a way because mm-hmm. it's like, God, I hope my 
my not my not from my line to backing is tight. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god, can you imagine? You lose yeah. your whole fly. Oh line. my oh, god, that would worse. be such a bad feeling. That's crazy, man. Well, that's too bad that you missed it came out. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. It's yeah. probably a nicer. Uh, it might like have been a nice. It felt good. It felt it was uh, just full of vigor. Yeah, yeah. It might be just vigor. It was yeah. Vim and vigor. Vim yeah. and vigor. Mm-hmm. Rad. Well, that's a good first day. That was a good first day. We did walk out to the to the sandbar yeah. to go look for Jack, but it we didn't spot any. And Rhett was like, "The fishing's so good on the beach. We got we, we can't we can't yeah. look like pass this up kind of thing." Yeah. And we were like, "Yeah, that's probably a good call." Yeah. And we wrapped up at about two p.m. Oh, okay, yeah. Long day, though, like, if you think about it. Like, yeah. we were up at five. Yeah. Work day, yeah. Yeah, we were up, to, you know. So, yeah. after about two and yeah, went day. back into, we were like, oh, let's go get some, let's go get some tacos. Yeah. You know? in, in, and we stopped at a place in the, on the strip. Mm-hmm. And as we're driving back, you almost driving. Yeah. I got service again. And his homeboy from the, from the airport, he's like, sends oh. me a picture of my bag. And he's like, got it. And I was like, woo. Whoa, that's awesome. And then it was like, I had. I'm not gonna say I forgot about it, but yeah. that day was so good so that I was just like not even thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because we were. He was gonna lend us if we didn't get our bags. He's gonna lend us yeah. a couple of rods. And yeah. it's not like he he's got like nice stuff too. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, but having your own stuff. Yeah, your rod is a Thomas and Thomas, right? No. And my uh, rod was Thomas and Thomas. Uh, no, oh, yeah. I was using like I think his the one I was using from him was uh, an Orvis. Orvis, oh, yeah. okay. Um, he had Ross reels, is like awesome stuff, yeah. but um. But it's just having your stuff, mm. you know? Yeah, well, you get to get fish on them, and then it's like, hey, yeah. I got a fish on this rod. Yeah. yeah. So we... Uh, I mean, it's good that it's not lost forever. So I texted him, and he's like, where are you at? And I'm like, well, we're in Tulum. And he's like, no, no, I know, but like, where? And so I just <laughs> pin, pinned him pinned him our location. Yeah. I was like, oh, we just stopped to eat. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come to the restaurant. And what? I'm like, okay. He came to the fucking restaurant? Dude, he came to oh the restaurant God. and dropped the bag off. Thank what? you, Interjet. That is amazing. He drops off the bag. Yeah. And this family walks over to me. It's me, me and Joel are waiting for him. Like uh, the restaurant's all outside, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So we're just waiting at the side of the street for, for this guy. I give him a tip, obviously. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like mm-hmm. this guy just drove from That's Cancun so nice. and hand delivered my bag to me That's while actually eating amazing. a taco. That's, That's actually wonderful. amazing service. That's so amazing. <laughs> He's like, you want my shoes too? <laughs> what? Like, here's my leg. Here's my car. Here's my leg. Yeah. <laughs> Little family guy there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it reminds me of yeah and he yeah <laughs> i take the leg <laughs> so his family comes over and, and this guy's like oh you guys fishing here mm-hmm. the guys wearing a sims shirt and we're like yeah oh, nice. and we're like we're like yeah and the, like they're all so that we all start chatting and yeah stuff. and right. i was like whoa man this is awesome yeah great day great so first day so he's like a, that guy was a fly fisherman yeah yeah he wasn't wow. he wasn't on a fishing trip but yeah. then Rhett and him met and he was like oh maybe come back maybe and, we can come back and mm-hmm. book you and i was like Man, look at all this. That's happening. crazy. That's cool. Okay, right on. And then we go back to the Airbnb and like jump right in that pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And didn't leave until we had to go to sleep. May as well, right? Yeah. Just get some uh, some beers going. Oh, just chill. So good. Yeah. So chilled. Definitely a lot of beers that trip. Oh, man. You get your yeah. bags too and you had tacos. Good day. That's a good... That is a really good day. Mm-hmm. That, was that was... a very good day. A very good day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. How'd the rest of the trip go? How was the rest of the days? Well, they were adventurous and mm-hmm. um, you day know, two was flats day. Day, day okay. two was flats day. I mean, we 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 put our we caught on some, some fish, but I mean, not the species that we were going for, and it wasn't as plentiful as the day day one. But you know, it was still one. I've never. I mean, I've been to the flats and you know Trinidad and whatever and blah blah blah. But this was huge. It was like a sea of just flat wow sand. <laughs> so and much same room. same 
depth same for, depth for my yeah. miles it wow. was incredible That's so cool yeah right? it was really cool it was yeah. very beautiful it was kind of nerve-wracking i mean when we first got in though yeah um if i may speak freely uh because it was dark and mangroves and yeah. cro- cro- crocodiles you know a little intimidating yeah it was a little intimidating from moi um but uh it was quite beautiful i mean we were shuffling the whole time even though we can clearly see the bottom yeah but there were so many stingray sort of holes where they were previously oh and that's like the one thing you have to worry about stingray that's the actual worry yeah Yeah. the crocodile is like a how do you even like because like, I've always felt like it's just like a circumstance thing where it's like, oops, stepped on a stingray and yeah, you're like so dead. <laughs> How do you, what do you look <laughs> for? You look for the sting, like you, you can just look for it. I didn't, yeah. you know, I had the same question yeah. until I saw one. I was like, oh, you can see them. Oh, okay. Like okay, okay. you can see them. Like, yeah. I'm not going to say you can see them easily. We well, can definitely see them easily in the flat. Yeah. In the yeah. flat, you can spot them a mile away. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes in the surf, they hang out in the surf and it's like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not like aggressive or anything. They don't, no. They you just, just can't step just on can't them. Step you just can't step on them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't die, but okay. it's an intense amount of pain. But Brett has been stung twice. Really? No mm-hmm. way. And it just, he said it went right through his flats boots. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. So he, he wears a whole wear, protective. He, he, he has ray guards. Yeah, what ray does guards. stinger look like? I'm just going to look it up real quick. They're beautiful looking things. I, I just want to pet them. I, I will say like the rays are beautiful. Like I could uh, just watching them like so do beautiful. their thing in the oh. sand. Because we spotted a lot of rays. A lot of rays. <laughs> right, they're, so, they're so cool looking. <laughs> Funny Dude, enough. We spotted a lot of rays. So there's a ton of rays. A ton. <laughs> and we weren't like, you wow. know, we were we were being very, very careful. And yeah. then the last day, I know I'm ahead here, but like on the last day, yeah. we saw this little one and the corner of our eye to the point where like, if we weren't looking for them yeah. and he could have fucking, we could have stepped on him. Yeah. And he oh. was just shuffling right there. I'm like, holy fuck. Imagine getting stung on the fucking last day oh, before God. you have to go back. I mean, well, it's, it's, not better, the first it's better than the first. Yeah. yeah, I guess, but I don't. But no sting's a good sting. No sting is a yeah, good sting. It, yeah. No sting is a great sting. That's crazy. Okay, well, you look out for them, and you do have to look out for them. And like when you can't see, really it, when you right? can't see the bottom, you've got to shuffle. Gotta like you right. can't pick up your feet because you just kick them along and they go away. Yeah. Well, yeah. then they also sense the vibration, yeah. and they're like, "Fuck this." Yeah. yeah. It's not like they want to be around. No, you. no, no. They're not going to come after they're you. They're just protecting. Yeah. Themselves. They're not chasing you. Yeah, it's yeah. totally just. Defensive, it's just. Right? Uh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So day two was flat day. We started on the flat. We mm. walked around a bu- uh, We walked around a bit. We spotted some small jack. Yeah. Caught him, left. We yeah. were like, let's yeah. just go to the beach. I caught my biggest bonefish that day, though, on the beach. Yeah, it was a and I hooked a snook that day, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. But lost it. Yeah. Pretty much immediately. Yeah. Was that the day you caught the, the, the jack on the top water as well? Or was that day three? That was day three. Was yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was day two. We took a break. We took a break on the... the Do we fish three days, Tuesday. take a break, and then, took yeah. two, and then fish two more days yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. That break day was nice because it was actually the only day it rained all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah. you guys took the day off that had bad. Weather. But it just we, it's we ironically ironically like like it worked out well. like we look at the forecast and the forecast every day was like 100 percent chance of rain. Oh, so yeah, it was yeah. like, but it would rain for like 20 minutes and then be go gone away, and be yeah. like beautiful sunshine. Yeah, yeah. But this day it actually did rain all day. Wow. But we used that day to go visit Rhett at his uh, one of his properties yeah. in Akumel, which was beautiful. We like mm. did the interview with him mm. and um. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's rad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was wonderful. His his properties are gorgeous, especially oh. the one where we did the oh, yeah. the interview on. I mean, oh, like, yeah, the yeah. pictures look crazy. Oh man. Oh, dude, you can snorkel. His girlfriend's a, a diving owns a dive shop. Yeah, yeah. Dive yeah shop. Does dive tours. She said you could snorkel right in front. That's cool. Of mm-hmm. she's of, Canadian. Yeah, she's Canadian. Canadian. Cool. Yeah. 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 One time. That is super cool. Why don't we cut to that interview right now? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. You ready, Yuma? 
Uh, all right, we're like SoFly on location here in uh, in Mexico. We're in Acumal. I'm with Rhett, my name, main man Rhett. Rhett, what's your last name? My last name is Schober. I'm German guy. German guy, but you are an American. I am. I am. And uh, I grew up in uh, Vail, Colorado. Okay. So mountain boy. Mountain boy. And did a lot of skiing, but I also did a lot of trout fishing, as you can imagine. That's amazing. Yeah. So what brought you, I mean, like we're sitting, okay, we are sitting on like a little patio overlooking the Caribbean Ocean, the Atlantic Caribbean Ocean. Yes. There are waves crashing. There are palm trees. The sun is starting to set. I've got a cold beer. You got a crispy <laughs> beer on you? I got a crispy beer. Amazing. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. We had an amazing day fishing with you. Uh, it was like our first day fishing. It was awesome. But uh, maybe we can, before we talk about that, we'll rewind back a little about what brought you to Mexico originally. I came, I came here uh, in college to study the Mayan Indians. What? And uh, that was in 86. And I came down here with my professor who, who gave me a scholarship to kind of be her gopher and assistant. At the same time, I did a Mayan area study, did some... Uh, excavations and went into cenotes and did some really cool things down here and fell in love and while I was doing that on the weekends when I wasn't studying I would uh, take the bus from Merida which is the capital of the Yucatan state to this coast on the weekends and I would uh, walk and fish different sections each each weekend like sections of the beach sections of the beach from basically close to Cancun all the way down to Punta Allen. Wow, that's, a, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great and just kind of discovered it myself. And then Akamal in particular came into my life when I stopped here. There was not much here. There was a beach bar down in the main bay in Akamal and with huge bonefish right in front of the beach bar. And I, um, I set up my hammock and I slept on the beach uh, a couple nights and fished and ate whatever they had <laughs> which was some you know raw food and and drank some beers and that's kind of the story about how it came to be that's pretty awesome and just trying to paint a picture for everybody like aquamal we're on the coast right now at one of uh rep you manage properties I, I do i have my main gig is is property management i have a vacation rental management company aquamal awesome. villas right and we have about 50 villas that we rent and manage and uh, they're great places from two bedrooms all the way up to 10 bedrooms cool. and it's a great family environment here and i certainly like to encourage people to come down to this area who do want to fly fish and maybe you know one of the demographics is uh, uh, a lot of people who've gone on the you know camp-based fly fishing lodge trips right you know their spouse might say hey you know you get to go to all these cool places why don't you invite me next time but they don't necessarily want to be stuck at a lodge in the middle of nowhere and Akamal is a great place because they can rent a villa it's pretty you rad. know their spouse can be with the kids or whatever and whoever wants to fish or if everybody wants to go fish there's all sorts of you know, uh, down south of us is Punta Allen, where we f we fished near there the other day. Um, that's the permit capital of the world. So, and there's offshore 
possibilities too. So this has got a lot of things going for it, not just in the fishing right. realm, but also the adventure. You have the ruins, the Mayan ruins, obviously, and the cenotes. What are cenotes? Or cenotes are the underground aquifered caves. Oh, right. There's no rivers on the Yucatan. Okay. So one of the reasons why the Mayans could live on this, you know, limestone plain is because they had fresh water underneath them. And that was what was coming out where right. we were fishing the other day. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, so in relation to, like, we flew into Cancun. Yes. <clears throat> then we drove south on 307. Yes. Yeah, right. And then Aquamal is probably, what, an hour? And an hour, few minutes. An hour and a few minutes south of Cancun. Then Tulum, where we're staying, is another 20 minutes. Correct. Or so. And then we're fishing is another, say, half an hour. Yes. Right? Yes. That's pretty rad. Yes. So, Wow. You came down here in the 80s and were fly fishing in, on a hammock. <laughs> pretty, yeah. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, it was, and now I don't, I do a little bit of camp fishing for my birthday last year. We went up uh, north of Cancun to a really cool place on the northern coast called Rio Lagartos. Okay. Which is uh, known for baby tarpon fishing. And we were taken out on a barrier island with uh, two of my friends on paddle boards and left there for uh, about three nights and four days and we paddle boarded around and caught tarpon and caught ladyfish on a full moon full moon night and uh there's just whether you're a diy guy whether you want to have a, a boat there's so many opportunities to enjoy a fishing holiday down here right you don't necessarily have to come with your family like we're in tulum there's you know, little, um, you know, one bedroom apartments that you could rent on Airbnb. There's little uh, hotels that are very reasonable. Right. And there are so many places to stay. There are so like, many places. Or driving on the beach. It's like yeah. hotel, hotel, yoga a retreat. Akamal is more family oriented where Tulum is a little bit of the party. That's kind of the, Tulum's kind of the bohemian boutique thing going on down there which is also super cool right and then you have i mean you you have i would say you're the gateway to fishing like you're you, you're not guiding 365 days a no year you know i take out a lot of friends and yeah. friends of friends yeah. and i i it's not my full-time gig yeah, yeah it's certainly my passion right um and if anybody comes to me with any kind of questions i'm even free to give diy advice mm -hmm. and i'll tell them where i fish there's no i'm not i'm not a secretive guy right you know what i want people to go out there and have a good time where i do it yeah so we got hooked up with you we were on a sh we were in Indiana, actually, of all places. Right. And one of our guides there, Wade, who Wade. also is kind of a part-time, would just loves taking people out, knows the river yeah. like the back of the, his hand, right. salt of the earth. Right. And he was like, we're talking about this trip and like, oh, it's coming up and, you know, we're going to DIY it, but it would be great if, you know, we had some sort of resource. And he's like, I got just the guy. Mm. And that's when we got connected through yeah. you. Yeah. At, yeah. And, uh, and then we came down here and... Uh, Okay, okay, let's get into that day of fishing. So we meet Rhett the night before at a grocery store. Yeah. Uh, and we make a kind of, we make a plan. Yeah. I'll call it a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Get some beers, meet at a gas station at six in the morning, and take the road into the Sian Can. Right. Am I pronouncing that right? Sian Can. Sian Can. Which means where the sky meets the earth in I'm, Mayan. 
Amazing. So what is this Yan can? It is one of the biggest biospheres in North America. It's about 800 square. I'm not sure if it's hectares or kilometers, but it's huge. Right. Savannas, jungles, mangroves, cenotes, lots of wildlife, a huge biodiversity. And uh, not only are there lagoons down there, which I think you fished the other day. Yep. But uh, where we fished in particular was Boca Pila, which is a cut that empties and fills the lagoons with uh, salt water. The f most of those lagoons, there's no rivers in the Yucatan. Those lagoons are filled up by fresh cenote water okay. that end up draining out in that area. And it right. makes for some pretty exciting conditions. Yeah, so basically like it's almost like a, the mouth of a river. Yes. Yeah, uh, dumping into the ocean. Correct. So then you've got the brackish water, the fresh water, and then yeah. the surf. Yeah, salt. the sea water. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we show up and we immediately see two 12-foot crocodiles. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> you know, don't, don't wear your chicken skin thong out there, by the way. <laughs> the crocodiles are part of the deal in the sense that they kind of hang around the bridge. Right. There's more than two back there, by the way. Uh, there's there's just two big boys that can, you know, intimidate a lot of people. Yeah. Um, there's a video on, on YouTube that I'm sure people have seen. But, um, you know, they tend to stay near the bridge. I've only seen them out and about lurking around. Pay attention like anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, I, for me, like, I was like, I mean, we were on a bridge looking at two wild crocodiles. That's something that's never happened to me before like i mean the fishing's cool obviously yeah. it was great yeah it was also cool just being in yeah because i feel like i also read in oh yeah you wrote a book i did write a book fly fishing the yucatan fly fishing the yucatan and i have to mention i did write that with uh rod hamilton who's a bc guy awesome and uh, very well known did a lot of stuff in in the bahamas he also wrote the d DIY bone fishing bible. Does, he has DIYfishing.com, right? Well, not anymore. Okay, That's kind of okay, changed. Okay. Uh, but then the other co-author was Nick Denbo, who's a great guy, and he does things more south in Mahual and Ishkalak. Okay, cool. So, uh, but I found that, but I was in Montreal the weekend before we came down here with my girlfriend, and I was in the fly fishing shop there, and there it was, fly fishing the Yucatan. Awesome. I'd already got it on my gimbal. Right? Kim not Kimball. Kindle. Kindle. Gimbal is what you use on a camera. Got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's international. Um, Lions Press picked that up, which is Lions Press is one of the biggest outdoor publishers in the world. Okay. So it went worldwide. When did you guys write that? We wrote that about three years ago. Okay, great. Two, two, two years ago? Three years it's ago? It's an awesome resource. It is a resource. You know, it, it just can give anybody a good idea of where to go. Yeah. It's not about... Mm, how to fish every area. It's how to... It's more of a resource of how to get there and be prepared when you get there. Yeah. It's got guides, places to stay, restaurants. You know, it's got a spousal, spousal rating in it, a little history of the area, tips and things like that. So I... I That's cool, like even just reading about the Sian, Sian Khan mm -hmm, in, yeah. uh, in, in there too. And I was like, oh, there's gonna be crocodiles? And they were saying like, the flamingo population rebounded because of the Sian Khan? Or like well, something. there's not so many flamingos down in that part. Right. They like the northern coast a little bit okay. better. Um, and again, it's I'm a resource Panthers. for the whole area. I basically wrote a lot of the resource information from Campeche 
all which is kind of on the upper northwest part of the peninsula right in the cusp all the way down to to uh, Punta Allen cool so yeah there and I'm an open book you know if anybody wants to get a boat guide or they just want to come down here and do it themselves I'm happy to give them some advice I'm happy to set them up I'm happy to go out and do a little fishing with them too yeah I mean that's what you did for us and um, yeah well again it's not my main gig but yeah. I've been here for uh, 30 some years been coming here and lived here for 15 years permanently um, this is my home I love it and I love to share it and that's one of the great things for me fly fishing is about sharing it yeah I've met incredible people like yourselves who are oh, who, you know have a good time and and uh, they enjoy the adventure and that's that's huge for me yeah I think it was huge for us just like being able to like walk that like it's pretty cool like I, you know we don't we don't have a boat down here so but yeah. you don't need one to be extraordinarily successful so the first day we get into the river mouth <laughs> It's calmer than you would say, like, uh, there was basically no wind, which is not what I'm expecting. Right. Fly fishing in the ocean. Right. You know, right? It was pretty calm, and you're like, I don't really know. You know, so we're walking the beach looking for snook, right? Well, yeah. And, well, you guys stepped out immediately because we saw that activity close to the beach there. Yeah. And started casting. I think Yilma hooked up, or you hooked up within, within a few minutes. Yeah. And I think in the first half an hour or 15 minutes of fly fishing you had both hooked your first bonefish hooked and landed, landed. First bonefish so there you amazing. go yeah yeah it was amazing and then yeah we were so our big you know we had been emailing back and forth what we wanted to do was you know we were like i think we can target jacks snook and bonefish mm -hmm. consistently and we're like great yeah so the kind of the program is you're walking up and down the beach i i was astounded how close the snook come into shore yeah and huge 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 snook they're hunting the turbid water next to the beach. Okay. And they're going other places. So again, for a DIYer, DIY person, uh, you can go out there and walk the beach and see things. Not only the, the big snook, but the big bonefish on the ocean side are a target too. Yeah. And they tend to be much bigger than the bonefish in, in the, the flats because right. they're eating different things, including bigger minnows. Right, which is also something that was new to me. Like I targeted bonefish before, always with shrimp patterns, you know, and like, yeah. and here we are casting a bonefish with clousers, big clousers too. Big clousers. But they're big bonefish. They're big bonefish. Yeah. Yeah. Which was super cool. So yeah. that was like day one. Yeah. Then we went out onto the little what a sandbar, I guess. Yeah, we went yeah. out to the sandbar Looking in front of the mouth. Yeah. yeah. And that changes, you know, it's it's not, uh, it's going to change over time, uh, multiple times during the year. It can be a little intimidating for people to go out there. Um, there is like a river up in the States, you have to read things a little bit. Right. Um, it's not always cut and dry, but um, you know, uh, one of my pieces of advice is be prepared in the sense a lot of guys come down here and they have you know, kind of a, a trout pack that's, you know, just a, a, a nylon trout pack. Well, you're going to get wet out there. Really wet. S really wet. So, and the last thing a fly fisher want is a wet box of flies. Yep. Because in salt water, you got to pull them all out. 
you got to clean them, you got to dry them. Yeah. So it's really important that you come with, you know, all these new bags have, you know, uh, waterproof zippers awesome. and backpacks. Yeah. It's pretty important to have that kind of equipment, good flats, shoes, um, good pliers. Beach chairs? Beach chairs, yeah, you know. I mean, uh, you brought, you know, like, that was a luxury yeah. for us. Yeah, beach chairs oh, is, base is camp, helpful. You, know? ba you got to base camp it, you know. Some beers? Yeah. Yeah, take a break, have some beers. That's you know, good. even that, that umbrella was clutch. Yeah, the umbrella's good. Yeah. You know, you you don't. And it's have fun. To, it makes it. Yeah, fun, and yeah. you can even buy some of that stuff down here. True. If you take a hundred yeah. bucks, you can buy a couple of chairs and a. Bringing a soft cooler, it's harder to find the soft coolers down here. Uh, but even one of those kind of uh, uh, bulk store Sam's Club type Costco soft coolers will will work. You can roll yeah. them up and pack them out. Yeah. If you're bringing a bunch of equipment and just maybe check on, uh, depending on your flight situation, uh, on one of those other brands of, of soft coolers, those will work. Yeah, but your Yeti was awesome. Yeah, the Yeti soft coolers yeah. I have are, are perfect. They're rad. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite thing about fishing down here? Wearing a thong, mm. you know. You've mentioned uh, the thong. I, I, I know, I know that's, uh, I know you're, you haven't gotten into it yet, but you will. You will. You gotta bring one there's, for me. Well, you know, there's sponsorship too. <laughs> Victor's Secret. Well, is that, he's out there. He's waiting for somebody new. Vic Victoria does have a husband somewhere. Yes, yes. So keep that in mind. Salt of the earth kind salt of guy. Salt of the guy. earth So that, that was, we recorded at one of his house, uh, one of the, the homes that he, um, uh, that he manages, which is yeah. cool. Awesome. So it was also on this day that we planned our last day with with Rat. Okay, the day because he wasn't with us every with day. We yeah. he fished with us for two of the days. Yeah. Um. Uh, and so our last day with Rat mm -hmm. was pretty much just like the first day with Rat. We showed up pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Pretty early. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was exactly like that. And uh, we we went. We were targeting Snook and Jack that day, but Jack mostly, um, and we were, went right on the surf. Yeah, um, we went right to that sandbar. Like, yeah. um, was it and what was he saying? Sorry. What? What was he saying? He Okay, so um, apparently, so when it's high tide, it's the best time to fish for uh, the Jacks on that surf. It's really any time that, like, those... There's waves. There's, wa there's those waves that mm -hmm. they can crack, they can, they can surf. Yeah. The, the day before this, we were, we were, we had, we'd had a pretty tough day fishing and then we saw all these jack swimming. You remember mm -hmm. that? And that's when I got, was when I hooked one on a popper. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy, dude. Yeah. Cause you're just walking the sandbar, like patrolling it. Like you're like, I don't know, a jail guard. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you just see these shapes and then the shapes turn into fish mm -hmm. and then they, they start riding. I was like, I was like, Oh my God, they're right there. And then like an atus is a uh, giant. Yeah. So to have that guy following, me and spotting fish was great because he's like yeah. seven feet tall. Yeah. Okay, maybe not, but so it's six foot. He's, he's six, foot. six five. He's six he's five. Spotting everything. He's six five. Yeah. He's totally and he's just spotting fish, and I was, it was great. Yeah. Because I'm five six. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. He is the salt of the earth. He's yeah, like he's super cool. My yeah. favorite dude, man. We had yeah, a whole he, salt shaker full of salt of the earth people. Yeah. On this trip, yeah. For oh sure. yeah. Not. I mean, I love all you guys, but I die. He's a cool boy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys really got along. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's a nice guy. I mean, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to do a trip with him. So he spots these three fish yeah. cruising in, and I see them. I get a cast right in front. Like it, it, it all went very well. Yeah, and then, uh, and then he just smashes popper. <laughs> so I set the hook. I felt a fish. Yeah, and then he was gone. Fishing poppers in the ocean. And then he was gone. Right? Good times. Yeah. yeah, I was like. 
damn it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. So we caught some smaller jack that day. And then the last day with Rhett, mm-hmm. um, we, like, we went straight for that sandbar. Like, we wanted to catch one of these big, big, big yeah, jacks. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so we're patrolling the sandbar. Mm-hmm. We're all casting. Rhett's fishing. We're like, oh, fish, Rhett. You know, we'd love to see one of these things. So it's yeah. like you, you know, yeah. more rods in the water kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And he smokes a fish. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wonderful, big, <laughs> huge, big bottle nose kind of jack thing. Oh, cool. It was a monster, man. Jesus. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It just took off. Yeah. yeah. He hooked it and I just was watching him and he was just like, he had the rod in his, like he's got that little fish pond waste pack yeah. that I have. And he just set his rod, uh, butt, yeah. his fighting butt onto that, and his reel was just like, oh man, yeah. and he was just looking at it, He's and then eventually around. it just stopped swimming and he started reeling it in. But it was like, yeah, it was like a 15, yeah. 20 minute fight. This yeah, thing to, to, wow. give, to give perspective, um, this was about what 50, 40 meter kind of flat mm-hmm. surf. Yeah, I was at the other end, Aldo and uh, Rhett were at the opposite end that I was, and. When he hooked into it, I walked all the way from the other end to him, and he was still fighting the jack. Wow! Yeah. And dude, like it's in, like fishing on the sandbar is intense. Yeah, you've got waves coming at you. Like mm-hmm. you're in like like I had waves coming up to my neck. Yeah. So yeah, you're like I'm you're yeah. like pumping casts over. Mm-hmm. Well, I am anyway because I'm so short. Yeah. But like I'm pumping casts, and there's like waves knocking over me over. Waves, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's tons of fish. Like you see the jacks. Like yeah. and they're big. Yeah. Like these are big fish. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's early too, and I did not get freaked out about any bull sharks. Yeah. Apparently they have them. Yeah. One or two. He said he year. saw one once in his <sighs> entire life. But oh, okay. hey, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I was brave. Nice man. Thanks, man. That's good. I mean, I don't know if there's anything to be scared of. Yeah, there's literally nothing to be scared of. But that's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's pretty. I mean, a giant jack it, fishing. It's just an intense, like yeah, it's fish. It's, yeah. It was an intense fishing. No. Yeah. Uh, fun. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Like in the pictures we'll post, we'll you'll start seeing some of those pictures where we're like casting and waves are basically over our heads. Yeah. It was fun, man. Was I got to tell you, it was yeah. really fun. It sounds fun. It, man. It, because, and you didn't, I don't know. It's just like the weather. Like, yeah, you could just be underneath the water and feel good. Like, yeah. You're getting wet. Like you're Combining refreshed. swimming with dry Drink, fishing. Yeah. You're drinking beer. You can pee whenever you want. Pee whenever <laughs> you want. It's just fantastic, Gross. man. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> awesome. A lot of plastic garbage. I got to, oh, yeah. we got to mention that. Yeah. Like. On the beaches. Yeah. It's really like, I know it's a sore spot for you, Mitchie. And yeah. I mean, a lot of people, but. Yeah. Uh, but it was a total problem down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Jeez. entire um, shoreline. Um, behind the sand mm-hmm. um was l- littered with uh, plastics yeah awful yeah not like um, i hope we're not mentioning this to, i hope it doesn't come off like we're like oh mexico's dirty that's not the point the point is there's so much trash yeah. in the ocean yeah yeah because it's every beach right it's every beach mm-hmm. it's all of our problems Everybody it's just like that. that was like you know you see videos and stuff i've seen videos or or content or like, yeah photos but then seeing it in real person in, in real in life, real life mm-hmm. it's bad enough time. when we go to the Don or the Humber or whatever and for a river cleanup garbage. and we come out with like four hundred bags of garbage. Yeah, it's that was a whole other thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy. Man. River, there's river garbage which is terrible, and then there's <laughs> like that, and you're like, whoa, something's got to happen because mm-hmm. it's Whack. like flip flops and yeah. plastic bottles and yeah, just everything. Everything. And then there's all the microplastics. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the, the stuff, stuff that's really wacky. Mm-hmm. Stuff you can't see. Yeah. Or it's so small that it's just like impossible to clean up. So that was like, that was like, that part oh, sucks. That part did suck. And I was like, mm. I mean, it's a reality, I guess, of fishing on the beaches, right? No matter where you go. 
everybody sees garbage on these beaches nowadays because the ocean is just so yeah yeah that so, sucks well yeah wonder if there's like a plan <laughs> we yeah. got we got to get a plan going i know yeah i know this is not the podcast to tackle it right now but uh, yeah. it's just like that at that moment i was like it's like something's, something's gonna happen. like i've got to do something something's in my life do. to yeah. like figure yeah something out yeah i know it's impossible to stand by and see it eh? yeah it's really hard well that's uh that's too bad about that yeah yeah what about so what day was that that you were fishing on the sandbar every day oh okay i got you, got you. <clears throat> every day like that's the thing about the fishing boca pila was like you could do so many different things you can stalk the beach for snook yeah. and they're there you can wait for sorry you can wait for um the jack to roll in mm-hmm. um you know at the, at the different tides you can hunt for bonefish because that school, I mean, we, we did happen upon a pretty like fortunate situation having that school come in, but every once in a while a big school does come in, mm-hmm. but there's also these like loner cruising bonefish. And the day before we got there, like, uh, one of Rhett's clients caught like an eight pound bonefish, yeah. like a big boy. That's rad. Yeah. So like there's, there. there's just a lot to do. <clears throat> and if yeah. you, if you had a stand up paddleboard, like, or if you had more time, like we fish basically the same area every day because obviously we're we didn't have a boat or yeah. stand up paddle boards or whatever. But if you brought down an SUP, man, yeah. Yeah. Y- y- like we were, you almost spotting tarpon off mm-hmm. like w- far way further than we could possibly yeah. cast. But mm-hmm. like you could see them porpoising and stuff. And like, so mm-hmm. there's like, and there's different, there's so much to explore in the CN can. And that yeah. was, that was um, this time of year, but there's permit. Mm-hmm. And there's the tarpon, the tarpon that comes in, like what Aldo mentioned. So there's, yeah. There's and, the, and we were, we were fishing one beach. Yeah. In the yeah. sand can. <laughs> Dude, like you go down to Punta Allen, like that, that area, that's another 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. The town of Punta Allen, which a, a lot of like, uh, like Pescamaya and a lot of the lodges are down there. But if you explored, there's just so much to explore. Yeah. And then an hour and a bit more, you're down to Belize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you, yeah, if you, I, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, but you could definitely, you can book a guide for the day. You can book a boat for the day or two days or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know? Yeah. They like, I think Pescamaya has a service where they pick you up from Tulum as well. Oh, right. So like, if you want a, the flats boat experience, like you can get it for just a day. You don't have to stay at the lodge yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Take it up for the There's day. just a lot to do. Like yeah. there's a lot to do, but I can see once we finally started seeing those Jack roll in, I could see how you can, like, I understand his obsession yeah 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 because it's really it's really quite insane mm-hmm. like yeah. these things are like it's like those giant they're beautiful yeah. man they're huge too they're beautiful they're huge and they jump uh Rhett said once he had a fish jump out of the air to hit his popper as what? it was landing yeah in the water. that's sick yeah, that they're just aggressive they just want to yeah. they want to play Oh yeah. yeah, one of my yeah. When, acrobatics. When yeah. I had that great cast of those three cruising in, it was like no doubter. Like they saw the fly, they were yeah. like, "I'm eating that," and mm-hmm. it was like, <laughs> and it yeah. made that sound. It, made, it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah, a bass yeah. eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was yeah. like it sounded like someone getting punched in the face. Whoa. That ladyfish I caught. Uh, oh, the dude. Wa- the water was. Oh yeah, and then there's so the ladyfish. Clear. Yeah. What was the water? Well, the water was so clear that I saw the mouth open up like a tarpon mouth and smash my fly. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it, was, sick. it was a wicked, wicked shot. Just a big yeah. bucket coming up. Yeah. Oh, That's it was cool. a great trip. We caught so many fish mm-hmm. and so many firsts too, right? Like this yeah. was kind of like, I mean, I've yeah. been to Florida before, but 
This was your first bonefish, Yelma? My first bonefish. My first bonefish. Is your first bonefish, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First jack? First jack, pompano. Not my first jack. First ladyfish? First ladyfish. First ladyfish. First snook? Hook? Uh, no, I've caught them in Florida before. Uh, I never touched a snook, uh, but yeah. first first time seeing one. We, we I told you when I went to Tobago, yeah. uh, they were all fished. I wasn't able to see any in the mi- mangroves. Yeah. So this was oh fuck barracuda. Oh, yeah. we saw yeah. some huge barracuda, huge. Yeah, like six feet. I, remember the dude. one that chased? Whoa. Remember the one that chased my game changer? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Crapped my pants. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm telling yeah. you, like this was Yoma spots the barracuda. Yeah. I've got a game. I've got a game changer on. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing barracuda, but they're uh, uh, f- uh, are really um, selective, which yeah. has not been my experience with barracuda in Florida, anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yoma spots a fish. He's like, he's like, I think he's like thirty feet, or whatever. And he's like, he's like, okay, it's in front of him. I start stripping. This barracuda starts following yeah. the game changer, and I'm I'm, oh I'm stripping God. towards me on the beach, right? So yeah. it's like. It's getting shallower and shallower and shallower to the point where like this fish is in like maybe a foot of water. Yeah. Wow. And it's like <laughs> big fish. They're huge. Wow. Like, they have crazy teeth. I yeah. know. I know. Scary looking. Had he actually hit it, I probably would have got broken off immediately because right. I didn't have like any yeah. kind of wire or whatever. And yeah. I think we had what forty pound, 40 pound yeah. um, shock leaders on. The odds are stacked yeah. against me. But even just to hook it would have been awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus. But just come. That's yeah. cool, man. I was like, he's going to eat it. And yeah. was like, he's going to eat it. And then at the <laughs> last bacon, second, yeah. like honestly, last second, his nose was basically touching the fly. Like, nope. He just turns away like a trout refusing a dry fly. He's like, this is fake. He's like, fake. He's splashing yeah. everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It was a great, great trip. It was a great trip. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Yeah. I love it. That's it, really. I mean, well, I mean, afterwards we got the bikes, and the last day we got the bikes and tacos, and head to the airport. Yeah. What's the one thing you take away from the trip, Shilma? Um, or Aldo, whoever's ready. Hmm. That was a good question. Yeah, just like what's the, what's the, what's the Relax. sentence takeaway? Relax. Like what's the? Maybe is that a word? It's a one word. Give me like, a sentence, baby. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. The takeaway of this trip to me would be um i don't know never i've never gone to tulum what would you tell me uh, hey i might go fly fishing in tulum uh um, should i go do it yeah you should go do it um for sure but remember that each day is different yeah um suspect expect the unexpected yeah um and um you know learn to read water um learn to read the tides bring your guide Bring a guide. Definitely. Yeah. Do not not bring a guide. <laughs> At least one. At one least day. one day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Bring a guide. Do your do your research. Um. Uh. You know. Yeah. Listen but, to your guide. I think yeah. you know what. That's it. Listen to your fucking guide. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your fucking guide. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Although, what's your favorite thing? What was your favorite thing about the trip down there? Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, you're asking me for a sentiment, a statement to explain. You know, but. but you, I have my favorite. I can cut. There's a favorite though. That's a different question. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm asking him a different question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what was your favorite? What was like your favorite thing about? <laughs> can I ask him a different question? <laughs> um, what was your favorite thing about the trip or about Tulum or just the place you fished? What was my favorite thing about Tulum? Yeah. I'm probably watching Yuma catch bonefish. Yeah. 
That's so nice. I I, I really did like. I remember the moment in my life where I realized that I I like I obviously love catching fish. Yeah. Uh. But when that moment when I realized I liked other people catching fish more is when I knew I'd like oh, maybe one day you know become a guide or an instructor or something. Yeah. Uh, so there was one moment where me Gilma and Joel all had a bonefish on at the same time. That's cool. And I was like... <laughs> Triple header. That moment, I was like, this is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like, Joel's like, oh, oh I got a fish. Joel was like, oh, shit, I got a fish. And then all of a sudden, like, my line's like, boom. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's And we're sick, all fighting bonefish. That's so cool. On the same beach. And, what, like, I guess, what's the takeaway? Or, like, what's my favorite? My favorite thing is, I don't know, man. Guess be open, because mm-hmm. you just never know. Like, mm-hmm. from a chance encounter at an airport with somebody I don't know, mm-hmm. to going to Indiana, like it's just it's it's not yeah. it's too coincidental to be coincidence. You know, like from the Miami thing, meeting Mari to going to Indiana and them knowing a guy and really you know what I mean. Like, and then all of a sudden, all these things to coming together. You know, I used to buy beer off of Andy because of his brewery, but yeah. now he's shooting photos for us. Mm-hmm. And, do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like that moment there. I was just like, where me, Joel, Neil, are hooked up. Adis has got the camera going. Andy's got the camera going. Rhett's like cheering us on from the beach. I'm just like, what an interesting thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know, like, funny how what an interesting yeah. like serendipity. Is, is it serendipity? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that is serendipity. Yeah, it's meant to be. It's, it's like it can't just be coincidence it's not it's purpose it's not it's like a purpose like i guess so it's just like you just i don't know yeah you never know what can happen i've definitely grown from these uh fishing experiences i i've actually my knowledge my intellect everything about my personal growth has been because of this fucking thing that we do yeah it's incredible um but not but and um i and want to say what my favorite thing is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that first... <laughs> we couldn't tell, man. That first... You guys could, What's your favorite thing? Fir- well, I, <laughs> there's something that happens at times when you're fishing, when you catch your first fish on the day of the day. Um, when you bring it in and you look at it and you're just like, there's... The stars are aligning and it's almost like someone's saying to you, your life is good, you know? Or like saying... Everything's gonna. Everything's perfect. You're supposed to be doing this. Yes, good job. Here's my gift to you. That's how I felt. I know it sounds super cheesy, and but I felt as soon as I had that held that my bonefish in my hand, yeah. I was um, basically felt like, okay, your trip has started. Nice. And it was the most amazing experience. I'm not even right joking. On. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds. It looks amazing. It sounded amazing. It was amazing. Rock and roll, it was, baby. It's great for a DIY to, for a DIY trip. Yeah, huge success. Awesome, I think. Yeah, you know, it's too bad we didn't land a snook, but we got the jack, we got the bonefish, and then we got know. a bunch of other things. You know, so yeah, yeah it's the way she cool goes. Stuff. It's not like we didn't see them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're there. Mm-hmm. Had some good tacos, had some good beers, had some good times. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the good times was we're, probably second favorite. The good times were plenty. There yeah. were many laughs. Yeah. yeah no, if, like I know you weren't there, dude. I always have a good time with you too. I love you, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. You would have just that's added fun. to the enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, and I didn't get razzed as much, which was great. That's good. I'm just kidding. I got razzed the same. Way. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to uh, Texas. On to Texas. On to Texas. Yeah. Hey, Mitch. We actually did uh, yeah. Mitchie's Fishies Five with Rhett. 
Oh, no way. So we can end the episode like we always do. Oh, that's perfect. Except for it's Aldo sur- Surrogate. Okay, that's Mitchie's cool. Mitchie's five. Okay, perfect. I love that. I'm so excited to hear what they're all about. Let's play those right now. Enjoy Mitchie's Fishies Fives with Rhett and Tulum featuring Aldo. Okay, Rhett, we do this thing on our podcast. It's called Mitchie. Mitch, you didn't get to meet Mitch, which I'm, I'm upset. Was, okay. Gilman and I were on the trip. Um, Mitch is the guy who started the podcast with with, with the Hello, Elman. Mitch. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you. Uh, he's sorry too like trust me you guys would definitely get along but he's we we end our podcast with this segment every time it's the same five questions we ask any okay. guest okay and we also ask them to ourselves and i got them right here um and they're called mitchie's fishies five okay those are five questions okay. mitch wrote them okay and they're about fish okay cool mitchie's fishies five okay um first one's pretty simple what's your favorite fish and why Probably my favorite fish is uh, fishing for the Jack Ravel down here. Okay. Um, I like to fish for them out on that bank, being down in the water. This is a great place to go and wade for them. It's And without spending $10,000 to go to the Seychelles yeah. and be in the water with these jacks surfing in and catching them i gotta say we i mean we didn't hook up any yet but we saw them what they do is they kind of it, there's a sandbar that gets quite shallow yeah it's the, the ocean's quite deep comes up to about like you know two i mean i was knee deep and i'm short right as hell right and you see them riding these waves coming in it's incredible and it's incredible they're like surfers but these jack are 20 to 40 pounds yeah it's amazing so that's one of my, that's probably my favorite. That's the favorite? It's intense. All right. It looks intense. And you catch them on poppers too, right? Yeah, poppers too. Damn. Damn. We got two days of fishing left on, okay. on Stone Stone. Right. Um, okay, this is the second one of the Mitchie's Fishies Five. If you could fish anywhere in the world, provided the conditions are great, you know, you mentioned you were, you know, from, spent time in Colorado and whatnot, right. where would it be? Well, kind of, I guess you're talking about a bucket list situation, you not, know? Maybe not even, like, mine is, like, back home on a lazy Sunday afternoon in August bass fishing. Like, that's my, well, like, kind of thing. Does but it have to be a, something I've already done? It can be something you want to do, some place you have okay. been, some place you've dreamed about. I think going up into Bolivia, Colombia, and fishing for those Golden Dorado in the rivers would be at the top of my list there that seems pretty cool a river fishing situation with this big golden trout with teeth on it you know it's they're not a in trout. the jungles of bolivia in the jungles of bolivia yeah. that sounds pretty good that sounds pretty good i feel good. like you do all right there yeah i think it'd be fun yeah you yeah. know big stuff yeah 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 <laughs> uh okay mitchie's fishies number three what's your best fishing memory was your best fishing memory? It doesn't have to be like what's the biggest fish you have. It's just like what's your best fishing memory? I've and got, it could be a particular I've got a recent one. Okay. Um, my daughter and I went to Colorado this past summer, and uh, I took her with a friend, uh, Tyler, who lives in Alma, Colorado, and he invited us for a day of fishing. And my daughter, who's 14, hasn't had a lot of experience. She's had a few experiences in the UK. We fished up there. And I took her to the middle fork of the Platte River, and we went out and fished nice. kind of a little bit of a pond with a with a river, the, the the middle fork coming into it. And we got some waders, and we caught a few fish. And we went to take a break because our our feet were a little cold. And she said after she warmed up, 
uh, give me that chair. We had one of those foldable count chairs. And I said, why do you need this? And she said, just give it to me. <laughs> she grabbed it. She went out, put it in the kind of gravelly bottom of the lake where the river mouth came into, sat in the chair and proceeded to catch a nice little, uh, uh, I think it was a rainbow. It got off, but she sat down did the cast, concentrated and hooked it, and it was just beautiful. That's amazing. So that that's one of my best fishing memories with her. I've got one more. Remember I was talking about that uh, little trip that I did up to the northern Yucatan yep. with, uh, we were paddle boarding. Uh, on my birthday night, it was full moon, and we had a little bit of a jing on. I don't know if you say that up in Canada. We were a little buzzed. There you and, go. We definitely uh, say buzzed. Yeah, we, we were a little buzzed. Jing. A jing on? Yeah, you know, jing! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> so, we, uh, it was uh, pretty late at night, the full moon was up, and we went out on a flat and caught ladyfish every cast and giggled like little girls. We thought we were the king of the universe. And like us the other day. Yeah, we're, we're it was just like every, one after yeah. the other, and we were a little buzzed, like I said, and we just laughed and cackled, and it was magical. Those are some nice moments. So, yeah. That happened for us the other day with you. Yeah, I know. Like, you were all giggling like, and having a good time. Like, I think, you know, we had a, what, a pretty healthy school of bonefish in front yeah, of us. Yeah. And little Jack and a couple ladyfish. Yeah, little we're just pompanos. We're just, yeah. and pompanos too, yeah, yeah just yeah. laughing. Yeah. Joel, or, you know, one of the, yeah. uh, one of our buddies down here shooting photos. Yeah. He got into bonefish. We all, it was amazing. Cool. Yes. Yeah, those moments are nice. Yes, they are. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one's a little bit more existential. Okay. Why do you fly fish? Why fly fish at all? Why fly fish at all? Um, for me, I have rounded it out. Um, not only is the sporting element, the hunting element of it, especially down here. Right. You're yeah, hunting you the fish. Um, it allows me, I think a lot of fly fishermen, if they if they fly fish for a while, get to a point where it's all second nature to them. Mm. And that's why I think a lot of us fly fish is because we get to a point where all the mechanics of it are there and we can just go out and enjoy where we are. I think that's huge. Um, and um, it's, again, I go out there and my mind just is where I am hunting for fish. I'm nowhere else. Right. I'm there in the moment. And that's pretty important. Oh, and the thong thing. You know, wearing a thong while I'm fly fishing is uh, pretty important, as you can imagine. Very important. I will say being comfortable. Like, there's something about, like, because we got to strap on so much clothing when Well, we if fish. you go with the thong thing, you go minimalist. I know, I know. So I'm saying you can down You know, you can still clip on some shit on your thong, you know? <laughs> that's be a pretty heavy-duty thong. Uh, oh, well. Neoprene. You know, hey, Sims. Hey, Sims. 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 Hey, they got to come up with something. Plug, plug. <laughs> so number four of the Mitchie's Fishies Five. You got a so, mosquito on your cheek. Oh, it's cheek. Ow. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Mitchie's Fishies Four. A little bit more existential. Uh, why do you fly fish? Why fly fish at all? Fly fishing allows me to forget about everything else. In the sense that, you know, I think most fly fishermen will agree, you get to a certain point where the mechanics of fly fishing 
our second, our, our uh, you know, second nature. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, you got the stripping, you know where your hands are, you can cast, you don't have to look at your cast. Mm. And you can just concentrate on where you are and the fish. And that does a lot for me. You know, I've got a busy life managing my other business and uh, it's nice to not think about that. And, um, and it just automatically happens when I go out there. Boom, it's, it's gone and I'm there in this beautiful spot. The, I, uh, you know, the, the beauty of the places that you can fly fish is huge. Yes. Too. Yeah. I mean, there's very few places in the world. Although some like the Chattahoochee, I think we were talking to that guy the other day yeah, we were. who fishes the Chattahoochee River in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, right. I mean, that would be a little uh, surreal, but uh, still it's about getting out there in those cool places and forgetting about everything else. Right. Yeah, and just being in that present moment, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, a lo that's what the present moment thing is. Sure. For me. Huge. Huge. Yeah. It's huge. Just kind of forget about the rest of your life and just right. focus. Right. Okay, the last of the Mitchie's Fishies Five, my favorite personally, is if you were a fly pattern, what would you be? Like, what is the Rhett Schober? What is the Rhett Okay, maybe not. Schober. So, I mean, like, what, what represents you the best? What fly pattern represents you the best? Oh, wow, that's a tough one. I've, uh, got, I've got my uh, idea yeah. of what you'd be, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it would be something funny. Yeah. A little wacky. Um, a little wacky. I have a couple commercial flies that are out there. Okay. I don't know if I can mention a you name. You can mention whatever you want, Well, man. Uh, Mike Ryan, who's the owner of Discount Flies, um, uh, he carries my Retos Tarpentanga. Tanga is thong in in in. in I had a, kind so, of a feeling this is where this is going. You know that yeah. is uh, that is kind of representative of me in the naming sense. Um, Eric Beebe carries that on catch as well. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's kind of uh, the humoristic side of a fly pattern. And me, I, I I like to think myself as being a pretty easygoing guy. It's an yep. easy pattern to tie. It's only three materials. There you go. So Retos Tarpentanga, there you go. Okay, great answer. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had an answer being somebody whose fly is actually in the lexicon of flies. It is. It's so that's a first there. for us. It's out there. Well, Rhett, man, I want to thank you so much for having us down here, showing us around, crushing some beers with us. Hey, thanks. And this is one of my villas here. This is Villa de los Sueños. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, how can people, first of all, how can people find your villas? How can people, and find find you to, uh, for fishing? Wise? Well, for finding me going uh, for fishing, you can, on Facebook, it's Akamal uh, Fly Fishing. You can go to MexicoFlyFishing.com. Akamalflyfishing.com, TulumFlyfishing.com. I have a lot oh. of the uh, uh, domain names for this area. Usually it's, it's the place name with fly fishing, but MexicoFlyfishing.com has everything. Great. And the villas and, and rentals would be Akamalvillas.com or Akamal-Villas.com. Nice. nice. And I've got a great staff that will do... They'll, they'll even help you out with more fishing. If I can't do it, oh, we'll yeah? hook you up with somebody else. Nice. Um, we've, I've got preferred guides and, and, and services. We can do car rentals. We can do tours, the whole thing. Right on. Well, i got to tell you, I'm sitting on this patio being like, eh, I might have this to come back here. pretty nice. Yeah, this is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, 
Instagram, anything you want to plug? Like where you, you know, I'm Rhett.Schober uh, on Instagram. Nice. That's where I do a lot of uh, uh, my photos. Again, Facebook, Akamal Fly Fishing. I tend to put a lot of photos there. Right on. And those flies you can find? You can f find the flies on discountflies.com yep. or Eric Beebe, which is, I think, catch.com. Perfect. And lastly, because I know it's a lot, fly fishing the Yucatan. Where can you get it? You can get that on Amazon. Amazon. Amazon? Yeah, on Kindle, right. it's electronic or hard copy, which is really light. You can yep. even... It's nice we to have, have the hard have copy. Hard you have copy. the hard copy. Yeah, it's great. And I signed it. I know. May the thong be with you. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Uh, again, thanks, Redman. You're we very had so welcome. Much, we had so much fun, and I think we're going out with you yeah. two days from now. Yeah. To, that'll be the last day of fishing. So we started the trip, and we're going to end the trip with you. So Sounds great. Fitting. I can't wait. Thanks, brother. You bet, man. Okay, cool. Um, well, that was a successful trip down to Tulum, guys. Um, fuck. Shit, I missed it. Damn. Yeah. I know, too bad. Next one. We'll do the next one. Um, yeah. Well, I guess uh, that's probably it for me. Uh, you yeah. can find all of our stuff at, uh, at the SoFly, well, SoFly.ca, um, which is our website. You can find all of our photos, our videos, our podcasts. Uh, you can find us at the SoFly crew on Instagram. Um, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Uh, Rainus subscribe yeah give us a rating on itunes people have it's okay. actually awesome yeah it helps us out yeah helps us out it does help us out so thank you for doing that yes thank you everybody uh i just want to give a shout out to uh mari and her team down at casa flamingo that airbnb was beautiful um you can um find them at uh at Cla casa flamingo we'll put a link in the show notes so you can if you guys want to book we'll put the airbnb link there highly highly recommend good for families too um I would definitely check out Rhett's Instagram. Um, I think it's just at Rhett Schrober. We'll put that in the show notes, notes as well. Yeah. In the show, show notes as well. Um, Mexico Fly Fishing. Mexican Fly Fishing? MexicoFlyFishing.com. Perfect. Uh, and then also he's got places to stay. So not only would he take you out, but you would probably sleep in one of his houses. There you go. <laughs> and check out uh, SoFly.ca for videos and pictures from this trip. Was mm -hmm. there anybody, anybody else we need to shout out? 40 Creek Whiskey, thank you so much for the delicious whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Drift Outfitters. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for hooking us up, Rob. Yeah. Supplying us with uh, those amazing pliers, flies, and gear. Oh, nice. true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and big, th I mean, Andy Edison. Yeah, Joel. And Joel. Of course. Yeah, thanks, they worked. They worked their butts off. You guys worked your fucking butts off. They you sweat, guys are pros. Yeah. Thank you so much. Super, yeah. super pros. They sweat their balls off, mm -hmm. hauling gear to the beach every day, mm -hmm. getting bit by mosquitoes. Awesome. When I forgot the lunches, they were hungry. Oh, man. That may have happened one day. It's the way she goes. No one complained. Actually, yeah, no. I was, like, really anxious about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, rock and roll. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for me, Mitch. Oh, and Interjet. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks, thanks, Interjet. Interjet. <laughs> thanks, Interjet. And that amazing <laughs> guy. Who dropped off? What a cool dude. Yeah. What a cool dude. Um, that's it for me, Mitch. Aldo. Bye. Uh, Yoma. See you guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, take care. <laughs>